Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to the Blank Slate. Thanks for push and play. It's one of your hosts, Chris Mullet, here joining you for the 100th episode, we think, of the Blank Slate. It's the Blank Slate. This could be 98. This could be 104. Who cares? <laughs> it's the Blank Slate. Uh, joining me is your other host, uh, as he has been for, I think, the past like eight, nine years uh, on this uh, little side project here on Arcade Audio, Rich Camelucci in Chicago. What's going on, Rip? <laughs> little side project uh well it's kind of the only thing we really do kind of whenever we want to and feel like it and things kind of you know work out and then we'll just get them up whenever and that's that's the only project now samantha made fun of me when i was promoting the fact um which i'll i I think we'll talk about like where the blank site's going now before we get into the emmys Mm -hmm. because we'll stop listening two and a half hours in uh that they'll know like what to expect later on but I was I was saying like oh the blank state's gonna have some more activity you know in the coming weeks and months excuse me we just passed our 100th episode that Rich and I are about to record she's like oh wow and it's like it's actually not that impressive we've been doing it like nine years <laughs> she's like yeah. oh my god that sucks <laughs> like, it took us like I think we, I think the first episode what, what year was Richie Incognito Rich we were still in Gainesville so it's yeah 13, that was our, 14. that was 2013 because okay, yeah, so so nine album, years and yeah y'all we were both about to leave. Yeah. All right. So about nine years we've been doing this and uh, we finally hit this benchmark and we're at the age and the point in our podcasting careers in Archeado where um, if you can't already tell, we really don't like we're just having fun. And if you're listening, we hope that you're having fun with us as well. Um, the blank set has always been about having fun. So because yeah. uh, if it's not doing... just for us, it's just for you as well. Yeah. Uh, we, at this point, it's we like to think that. Us. Well, I think at this point, if you're listening, we know that what's just for us, odds are if you're still listening, yeah. it's just for you because you like it in the first place. So um, we have been on a big drafting kick, uh, and we've broached the subject in the past before about uh, other podcasts that do that and wanting to get into that. And again, we just want to have fun and shoot the shit with one another. So uh, over the next few uh, uh, episodes conceivably for the the future of the blank slate entirely. We're actually doing a bunch of drafts. We are going to be doing whatever comes to mind, drafting with a, a myriad of guests. It's going to be like a fun little a guest star run and shows. This is going to start with our next episode uh, sometime over the next uh, weeks or months uh, between the two of us and my wife Samantha late one night talking about uh, snack foods. And then we're going to have an episode that we did months before in Key West during a wedding. We just did something after a fantasy football draft about more food. We're just going to have fun. We're going to hope it entertains you. We're going to have some good conversations about things we normally don't talk about on podcasts. And we're still going to do Emmy wrap-ups. We're going to do NBA wrap-ups. We're still going to do basketball wrap-ups or, or Oscar wrap-ups. We're still randomly talking about Regis Feldman or whatever other bullshit we've done in the past. Um, and yeah. So stay, stay subscribed. Stay tuned for what the blank slate is going to provide to you because we guarantee it's going to be fun for everybody. So it's fun for us. I mean, to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I want to change the name. 
Uh, (laughs) Like, if this already wasn't a low effort enterprise uh, from the start, we're we're gonna push new boundaries. Sure, boundaries will be pushed. Last will be had. It's the blank slate. Uh, the next one hundred, which at this point will take us till probably twenty forty six. We just crank them out. Like, I mean, two hundred in like two years. Yeah, because it's it's fun as hell to just fucking like hop on. It's like, oh, all right, this time. Yeah, <clears throat> let's draft our favorite like, alliterative, alliterative actors. um oh man oh fuck who would be a uh uh uh, um danny devito tiny tim (laughs) i mean i said actor i'm sure he was in something yeah yeah fuck it not a weird looking man that guy was yeah i met him when i was a child it was weird wait really oh i never known this story before I don't know, because it wasn't, there's not much of a story. He was just at the Y100 Wingding, uh, and he was just taking pictures with people. Rich, I, I, I mean this sincerely. Don't tell that story anymore, but please right. keep telling that story. This <laughs> like, is the first time I've no... maybe ever told that story. That's an exclusive. <laughs> Blank slate exclusive, baby. So let's get into what we're doing today, which is something we've done, I think, most years since uh, the Blank Slate's inception. We are talking the Emmys, which are coming up uh, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, uh, the 11th, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. Um, I have a calendar behind me. I was going to say, do you have it on your dry erase board calendar? I was trying to remember the date. I wasn't trying to remember. I was trying to remember. I was trying to remember. Trying to do math. Got it. so yeah, it has been a crazy year in television that I feel we're going to have some some hot takes on and also going to have some more significant takes than usual because I feel like between the two of us, we've covered a lot of what is nominated this year. Mm-hmm. So let's do that. Rich, do you have the list pulled up? I do. I, I how, will let you. How perverted do you want to get? I I would like to get mildly perverted. All right, you know what? I'm just gonna start at the bottom and we just bang them out, huh? Until it feels like we 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 ain't got we ain't got nothing to just bang. We gotta sit. All right, um, let's outstanding do it. writing for a nonfiction program: The Andy Warhol Diaries, How to How to with John Wilson, Lucy and Desi, The Problem with John Stewart, and The Tinder Swindler. My cousin in Ohio was talking about the Warhol Diaries way too much, so that's my vote. All right, I'm going to go with the Tinder swindler, swindler, um, and uh, I'm, I'm glad uh, John Stewart had something to pivot to uh, after no one watched his show, and he was able to actually get veterans some goddamn rights. You went, you went with the Tinders, the Tinder swindler, just because you're hoping that your friend crazy. Doug is on it. Oh, Doug Tinder. <laughs> your friend Doug Tinder, the owner of Tinder. Uh, outstanding writing for a variety special. Ali Wong, Don Wong, The Daily Show, which Trevor Noah presents. Jordan Klepper, Fingers the Globe, Hungry for Democracy. Jer- Gerard Carmichael, Rathaniel, Nicole Byer, BBW, Big Beautiful Weirdo, and Norm MacDonald, Nothing Special. Of course, I want Norm to win, but I don't know how you can... Give somebody an award for writing when it's obvious he didn't write what he did. 
He just talked. <laughs> like, that's not writing. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I've heard nothing but positive things about Gerard Carmichael's special. So that, that would be my guess and my vote. But of course, I want Norm to posthumously win all the awards that he can. Of course. Yeah. Uh, same. Uh, outstanding writing for a variety series, a black lady sketch show, did the daily show with Trevor Noah last week, tonight with John Oliver, the late show with Stephen Colbert, Saturday Night Live. Uh, this has been perennially as of late, John Oliver's, right? Uh, yes. Last week, tonight, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I'm assuming will as well. Um, I, I feel like SNL had a, a decent year. Um, it had some real okay. stinkers, but I feel like it had some decent ones, but. I mean, until John Oliver's show really takes a tailspin, it's always going to be what I what I uh, root for because it's that guy. Yeah. Outstanding writing for a limited or anthology series or movie: Dope Sick, The Dropout, Impeachment, American Crime Story, Made, Station Eleven, and The White Lotus. So, if there's one thing I am never uh, knowledgeable about, it is the anthology series or limited movies. Uh, section and this year is is the same um wet lotus is nearing the top of my list in terms of things i want to tackle does that even still qualify for this because isn't there going to be another season of it or is it very much going to be anthology based it's going to be anthology based yeah it's got like, okay. a new cast so from what i understand i still haven't seen the first one but i've it, i've been told to and so on and so forth gotcha and um i i if you've been listening for quite some time and kind of know like what my lane is for kind of like these non-fiction anthology series I've always been a big fan of the two Ameri- of the previous two American crime stories. Mm-hmm, same thing same. with any kind of like the, the entertainment nonfiction, which when we get into Pam and Tommy later on, just didn't get a chance to catch either one because of a crazy year I've had. Um, you didn't watch impeachment either. Did you? No. Okay. So um, yeah, so we really don't have a, a dog in the dog in the hunt here, but I, I keep hearing things about dope sick as well. So yeah, I mean impeachment, I just didn't hear anyone talking about it. Um, and yeah, dope sick. Uh, it's got, um, uh, uh, Michael Keaton and Rosario Dawson. Uh, it's on my list to watch. Same thing with the dropout, just because it looks like uh, it's like a pretty crazy performance from uh, that's Amanda Seyfried, right? Um, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and I just see here that it's uh, produced by Liz Merriweather, who did New Girl, which I'm a big fan of. Um, and then, but if I'm gonna uh, caper anything for this entire podcast i might as well start now as it's been woefully it will be woefully underrepresented throughout the rest of this episode unless i bring it up station fucking 11 is such an incredible uh series and i cannot recommend it uh enough it's uh it's things that would otherwise make you turn away such as post-apocalyptic oh how many times have we seen that before uh it starts with a fucking uh uh a pandemic Oh boy, that's not what I want to watch right now. Oh, and then for me specifically, it starts in Chicago, not the pandemic, but the story. And I'm just like, oh my god! But it it it's 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 such a different. It it fucks with your expectations in a great way. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna go make sure. too too much longer for you know brevity. Sure. Uh, well, I thought you were going to bring up something that was a potential uh, snub. So let's also try to remember to bring up snubs if there's anything that we have encountered. Oh, I got a whole list aren't... of snubs. Okay, good. And good. Station I'm, I'm 11 was the that. top of my list. Gotcha. Um, next up, Outstanding Writing for a Drama Series, Better Call Saul, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Succession, Yellow Jackets. Two uh, nominations for Yellow Jackets, actually. 
And yeah, it was good to see that um, this category is a little bit more wide open. Like, inevitably, I felt like over the past several years, you've had one show get at least like three nominations. So only mm-hmm. seeing one with two is good. Um, sadly, way behind on Better Call Saul and have had most of it pretty much spoiled for me throughout social yeah. media and, and other avenues. And I've, I've caught some clips here and there and cannot wait to catch up on it once the full thing's on Netflix. Um, and I feel like yeah. that's been sadly misrepresented in um, in the Emmys over the past few years, especially from when I was watching it. Uh, so the only one I really have to re- uh, go off of here in terms of reference is Squid Game, um, which I did watch. And um, I would just say writing, I feel like, was its strong suit. So, you know, I wouldn't necessarily throw a vote on that. Uh, I haven't seen Yellow Jackets because I don't know anyone that has Showtime. Uh, and I haven't seen Squid Game because I just really don't think it's going to be my jam. Um, and uh, I, I haven't watched this last season of Ozark, but I am an Ozark fan. Uh, same thing with Better Call Saul, but I will go to bat for, obviously, you know, I love Succession, but holy shit, Severance is that new shit dude it's it's i it's fucking wild it's so good it's like great story-wise but then the performances are also there in so many ways um and it's it's just oh god damn it it's just it's fucking excellent and 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 you should be watching it i don't know what your problem is i know it's 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 coming up it's coming um so yeah the severance is also going to be another big one uh i don't know if you saw this (laughs) And then, you know what? We'll save it for later because this isn't going to be the first nor the last time we're talking about Severance. Um, outstanding ready for a comedy series. Abbott Elementary, Barry, Barry, Hacks, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, What We Do in the Shadows, What We Do in the Shadows. Hmm, okay. Uh, yeah, I can, I can kick us off with this one. Um, yeah, go for I it. I do believe I've watched all of these shows. I watch more than usual for me in the, in the comedy section. So this will actually okay. be a bit of a conversation. Uh, let's see. Abbott Elementary. People fucking love it. I couldn't get into it. I've been told to wow. keep, stay. I've been told. I gave up like three, four episodes in, but mm-hmm. I've been told to, to keep up. So uh, or catch up. So I'm, I'm going to try. But so far, it just hasn't been. It's more of a bummer because uh, it's about a f- incredibly underfunded fucking public school um, <laughs> and teachers doing their best to like keep shit together. Um, it's like part of the last season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine where it's like, I can't laugh at this anymore. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, I mean, fucking Barry. I mean, you could have nominated. I mean, any any of the episodes could have been nominated. This past season was fucking uh, bananas. Um, Hacks, Hacks, I thought, uh, had a very, very good season. Um, a great follow-up uh, to their to their first season. Um, uh, Only murders in the building. It's 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 nice. It's good. It's good. It's a fine time to 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 waste time. It's it's fine. Um, but no, Ted Lasso. I mean, you know, fucking what can you say about Ted Lasso? And then what we do in the shadows might have. I mean, if it wins, it will not be the most underrated comedy writing on television. But yeah, um, it it is. It is the most underrated comedy writing in television right now. It's it's crackling. Getting, I mean, getting to nominations in this field is very impressive. Yeah. Um, so if I had to pick, so the three that I have, you know, thoroughly enjoyed yeah. throughout, having watched all of it, is Ted Lasso, Only Murders in the Building, which is a change from last year. 
And this would be mm-hmm. season one of it's only murders, still technically, right? This yeah. would be season yeah. one. Okay. And um and Barry, if I had to pick between these episodes, mm-hmm. I would probably go with Ted Lasso based on the okay. episodes. So here's a, here's a subject I want to broach about Barry, and then another show later on. Can you even consider Barry a comedy anymore? Uh, I I it's it's boy it's hard to um but. I uh, listened to an interview with Hater recently um, where he was point blank asked that. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I don't know if he was saying that because he had to justify being nominated for comedies or if he actually feels if, that way. If um, he said it exactly like that, I don't think he's convinced himself as he was saying that. Well, that is kind of, unless he's like invested in an actual conversation, that is kind no, of I know. applies to everything. I know. Um, <laughs> like, not a good interview if he's not engaged. Uh, but... True. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's that hasn't that been the 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 question for like the last fifteen years, and you know, with with certain shows and and even movies. Of course, I mean that's it's it's been I think kind of more of a comical question because of like the shit that the Golden Globes gets up to just about getting people in another room. Mm-hmm. But now that we're tackling essentially what is the preeminent television award show i don't know if it's based on formatting or i don't know what like constitutes or qualifies besides just signing up for it but like if i'm remembering like sitting down and watching barry i don't remember laughing a lot this this past season i'm not saying this past season yeah no this past season was a rough hang for the majority of it there are still some comedic moments sure even a character like noho hank who is who is your comedic relief through and through ends the season Crushed. You know, and spo- spoiler alert, just like tears streaming down his face and emotionally ravaged from what has happened. Yeah. So I, I, I struggled to, no matter how good the writing was for both of those those episodes that are nominated, if I'm going to honor writing for a comedy series, I'm going to look for something that made me laugh. And in, the, in the, the No Weddings in a Funeral episode, it still also made me emotional, but the episode throughout was through yeah. and through fantastic. So. Uh, and we'll talk about only murders in the building more, but I wanted to broach that here with Barry and mm-hmm. we'll get to it more. I feel better talking about it with writing as opposed to performances because I, I'm fine honoring a dramatic performance in a comedy category because yeah. you're just the best actor in that series. But writing, yeah. uh, you know. All right. Outstanding technical direction, camera work, video control for a special. 57 nice. Academy. <laughs> of... Let me see if there's anything interesting that we are missing. No, we are not. Um, outstanding technical direction, camera work, video control for a series, American Idol, Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Dancing with the Stars, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, The Masked Singer, The Voice. This is this is your Excalibur demo tape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, here's here's an award. Uh, I would love to see some movie uh, uh, awards. Yes. Start giving. Yes. Outstanding stunt performance. Barry for uh, 710N. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start going by the... the episodes for this one uh well maybe not for this one because who the fuck knew this was still on the air the blacklist <laughs> one of the episodes that's the name of the episode who, who who's the stunt who who are the stunts for i know it ain't james fucking spader <laughs> unless he's doing some real wild shit with his inflection these days um uh hawkeye uh episode echoes moon knight gods and monsters squid game stick to the team and stranger things chapter four dear Billy. If we're, if we're going to be talking about episode names, we're probably going to be saying that one a fucking lot. Yeah. Um, and rightfully so. 
Yeah. Uh, haven't finished New- Moon Knight. Don't know if I'll ever finish Moon Knight. Uh, it's just whatever. Yeah. Um, that's the point we're at. I fucking loved Hawkeye um, and and thought it was a great show. Hawkeye was so good, right? Hawkeye was good because it was just like, man, this guy's just going through some PTSD and he's trying to help this girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, the yeah. world wasn't the, – the entire functionality of the universe wasn't at stake. Right. That and also it just like it picked its vibe, which a lot mm-hmm. of these shows and movies claim to do. It, 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 it picked its vibe and mm-hmm. saw it through. We're going to be yes. like a fucking diehard send up like and that's but with with heart, you know, um, and, and, and there you have it. Uh, boy, Hawkeye was great. Yeah, that might be. I would love to have a, a, a state of the Marvel union uh uh conversation sometime soon um let's uh let's try to table it till after d23 later on in september because that's that's gonna basically game changer yeah Yeah, exactly but um Uh, but if i I had to pick one here i'm gonna go with barry because i believe that is the uh the motorcycle chase episode Mm -hmm. that was fucking sensational that was wonderfully done and for a comedy series it needs to be recognized so that'd be my vote absolutely especially like of that caliber Cosign. Yeah. Outstanding stunt coordination for a drama series, limited or anthology series or movie. The p- fucking blacklist. <laughs> the book of Boba Fett, which let's take it for what it is. The stunt coordination was was good in, in that it. series. Uh, uh, I, I fucking liked it. Uh, Moon Knight, which again, the action was fine in that. Uh, 911 Lone Star. Uh, Stranger Things and The Witcher. Um, I'll just go ahead and end say stranger things because there there was a there was a there was a, a whole lot of physicality in this season i'll just put it like that i agree with you Ooh, this is interesting the next one uh ascending stunt coordination for a comedy series or variety program i'll give you a little bit of a reprieve throughout uh barry hawkeye which i didn't know is a comedy series or a variety program uh peacemaker the righteous gemstones i haven't watched that show but i did the stunts and uh, and what we do in the shadows. Anytime I see Peacemaker, I'm going to say Peacemaker uh, because I, I felt like it was woefully underrepresent, underrepresented for its first season. And I think that's just going to be a theme for James Gunn for his entire yeah, career in yeah. life. And, until he until he finds that like uh, that historical drama of like pet project, like, like an Ed Wood of Tim Burton, where like. You know, he just decides he wants awards, but I don't think he does. I don't think he cares. No, and yeah, I don't think so that. either. And then, like all the filmmakers that he influences, they'll be the ones winning the awards and crediting sure. him for yada yada yada. Um, here, two two just massive snubs uh, overall in my book here with Peacemaker and uh, Righteous Gemstones. Um, Peacemaker Peacemaker maybe needs to like cut his teeth a little bit more, but for some of the the opening credit stuff coming up later, um, that that should have been a f- fucking obvious lock lock um but uh i i might bury yeah for the same reasons we just talked about um and what we do in the shadows does have a lot of physicality and does have a lot of stunts more than you would think uh Mm -hmm. but um the righteous gemstones had a whole lot of cycle ninja action this past season um I don't even and, know what that means. Yeah, and actually uh uh some some pro wrestling in there as well. So I'm I'm gonna uh, go in my heart for the righteous gemstones, but um that's another show that we're just gonna be not talking about nearly, 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 nearly enough. 
Gotcha. Uh, I've seen any visual, yeah. special visual effects for a single episode. Man, these get into the minutia. Uh, the Man Who I Fell to it. Earth, C, Snowpiercer, Squid Game, and Vikings Valhalla. All right, it's probably Snowpiercer. Uh, hey, <laughs> um, uh, uh, do you want to play uh, the game that we'll play for um, uh, like wrestling stuff sometimes? And just like, oh, hey, or, or like, and you know, oh, yeah, they're, they're released. They've been released. This person's been released. Uh, and do it with uh, uh, canceled shows. <laughs> sure. Because Snowpiercer I... canceled. Yep, Snowpiercer's uh, canceled. I have no idea what C is. C is the Jason Momoa Batista show on Apple Plus. Uh, they are ending on their own terms. This is their final season. Of course they are. Uh, <laughs> Vikings Valhalla, like, Vikings I attribute to, like, it's the resident evil of TV. Sure. Like, it just never yeah. ends. Um, I don't know what the man who fell to Earth is either. I don't know. Showtime. Again, yeah. I don't know anyone that has Showtime. Yeah, good for them. Um, outstanding special visual effects in a season or a movie. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett, Foundation, Lost in Space, Stranger Things, and The Witcher. Uh, uh, yeah, so I didn't even, I like, they released a season of Lost in Space, like what, like four, four years after the last one or some shit? It's, I'm, it's shocking that they made more of that because I don't know anyone that watched that either. I just thought this, I, the last Lost in Space thing I remembered is the Gary Oldman movie from 1998. Matt LeBlanc? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. William okay. Hurt? Uh-huh. And we could go on. Um, <laughs> oh, we won't. The Witcher looks cheap as fuck. Uh, uh, it's Stranger I Things. I haven't watched Foundation. I was getting, I was getting to it. Uh, yeah. it. It's Stranger. It's fucking Stranger Things. Uh, but I will say the Book of Boba Fett did some cool stuff where they, they're like VFX. They made it look like you know, the claymation effects that they would have with certain things. And I just appreciated that. I was like, yeah, that, that was better. I liked it better when you could see the scenes. Charlie and I talk about this all the time and it came up again because of the uh, ILM doc on Disney plus, um, which have you had a chance to watch that? No, I didn't think so. I wish um, yeah. it's good. Um, uh, it, man, you want them to talk about so much more than just Star Wars, but it's it's very fucking Star Wars heavy. Um, sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like to see the seams. That's it. <laughs> it's Stranger Things. Uh, do we want to tackle the sound mixing categories or can we skip over those? Um, I'll just I'll just say uh, it should probably anything sound should probably go to the Beatles to get back. Yeah, I see the Beatles there for the one award, so I'd, I'd probably agree on that. And then for um, the comedy or drama series, the only Murders in the Building episode, The Boy from 6B, uh, that's focused on mm, the uh, mm-hmm. Nathan Lane's death son, which is basically, what well, it is, is entire, entirely a silent film, essentially. Yeah. Um, besides, I think the last line of the, the episode was wonderfully done. Uh, so mm-hmm. I would give that a uh, give that a show. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, sound mixing for uh, limited or anthology series or movie uh, we can skip yeah. um, sound mixing Thanks. for comedy or drama series one hour I'm just making sure I'm just, as I go through this I'm making sure there's not anything that's like a specific episode or a show that's like the only thing we're gonna like have a chance to talk yeah. about for 
Same. Which I don't think is the case for um, any of these. Yeah, sound uh, editing, again, uh, for nonfiction or reality program. Uh, again, Beatles Get Back should win it for the, the fucking crazy sound editing tricks that they had to do to, like, enhance fucking certain conversations happening in the background of a shot and this and that. Did you all want Because I know you all some, uh, some some big Beatle heads. Yeah, it's a, we love it's, the Beatles. It's just it's just an, it's just an investment of time that we just yeah. haven't had. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Though we made sure to like block off time to watch it, but like once you fucking get into it, it's mesmerizing. Like That's what I've heard, you see things take shape in real time. It's 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 absolutely bananas. Um, I see sound editing for a comedy or drama series. I see uh, Beard After Hours nominated for Ted Lasso, which I don't know if it'll be the only time that this episode is probably recognized for something, because I believe it is a pretty polarizing episode. Um, and I don't know who those people on the other polar are, because uh, they're wrong, because that episode's amazing. People don't like uh, that episode? I've, From what I've gathered from some of the... Basically, when I'm done binge-watching something, I kind of go back and see like the in-real-time and then like the now Discord online about it. And I think it's, I think it's grown, but in the moment is like, people are always fucking weird about bottle episodes. Like, remember yeah. like the fucking fly episode of Breaking Bad? People are like, yeah. oh, fuck this. Nothing got advanced. And it's like, have you not seen what Coach Beard is doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God forbid we pay attention Learn to character more. too. And, yeah. and characters. So, like, it's not all plot, plot, plot. You can have things be about character. Cause that's honestly yeah. what's going to make the plot actually interesting. Anyway, uh, exactly. uh, story. Uh, a Hero's Journey by Joseph Campbell. Um, uh, 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 Star Wars, A New Hope. Uh, you know, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, sound editing, yada, yada, yada. Uh, outstanding unstructured reality program. Below Deck, Mediterranean, Cheer, uh, Love on the Spectrum, RuPaul's Drag Race, Untucked, and Selling Sunset. I ain't got none of these. I just hope Cheer is a prequel of Cheers. <laughs> Well, I know it's 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 definitely some bullshit uh, cheerleading show. It's it's but. the uh, remember like, like the beginning of pandemic. Uh, there was that like the first season dropped, and it was like the first thing that kind of caught a little bit of traction yeah. before Tiger King on Netflix. Yeah, um, that it's that it's a just a cheerleading docu series. Man, I'm too busy. I just finished binge-watching the first two seasons of the Joe Schmo show again. That's one of the five greatest reality shows of all time. Don't give me that reaction. Go fucking watch it and tell me I'm wrong. That show's amazing. You're not allowed to say I haven't had a chance to watch this yet for the rest of the fucking episode now. I don't make the rules. (laughs) The difference is I can put that on while I work and, like, it's background noise. You know, I'm not going to put Severance on and pay attention to important plot beats. It's right. different. Uh, I have a process. Outstanding structured reality program. <laughs> Antiques fucking roadshow holding it down. Antiques roadshow is the Susan Lucci of structured reality programming. I'm assuming. Like, has it ever won anything? Uh, I, I, I can't imagine. Fixer <laughs> upper. Welcome home. Love is blind. Queer eye and Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Antiques roadshow. Give it to them. Give it to them. Uh, exceptional merit in documentary filmmaking. Uh, changing the game on Hulu. Frederick Douglass and five speeches on HBO, HBO Max. And uh, when Claude got shot on PBS. I don't know. I um, don't know who Claude is, but I hope he's okay. Unless he's a bad guy. In that case, fuck him. I'm glad he got him shot. Again. Outstanding, 
All right, here we go. <laughs> Outstanding documentary or nonfiction series. Uh, the Andy Warhol Diaries, which, according mm-hmm. to you, is uh, in the lead so far. Uh, the Beatles Get Back. Well, maybe just relinquish it's, that. Never lead. mind. Um, uh, Genius, a Kanye trilogy, a uh, hundred foot wave. Uh, and we need to talk about Cosby. Um, I have seen, I think I've seen hundred foot wave. I have, I started it. It was fine. Uh, it's gotta be the Beatles. Although again, the showtime of it all, we need to talk about Cosby is, is apparently very good. I believe it. Um, I hope that the Beatles get back win and Kanye goes on stage, interrupts it, and asks to speak to John Lennon. No, I know he's here! (laughs) Outstanding documentary or nonfiction special. uh, Controlling Britney Spears, New York Times Presents, uh, FX, George Carlin's American Dream, HBO, Lucy and Desi, Prime Video, The Tinder Swindler, Netflix, and We Feed People, Disney+. Uh... Go ahead. I only watched George Carlin's American Dream mm-hmm. um, and was mostly fine with it. I, I'm kind of down on like most HBO documentaries as of like late. Like they're all kind of to me fit, feel a little formulaic, particularly like their entertainment stuff. Like Spielberg thing they did, the Robin Williams thing they did many years yeah. ago. Um, you know, some of the Music Box stuff was was all right. The DMX one and the the Woodstock one. The Woodstock mm-hmm. one was much better to me than the Netflix two parter that they did. I but agree. um, I agree. It's just, it just was more like detailed and was, yeah. was just funner. To, I don't want my Woodstock documentary to be fun, but the other one only but, to show me that the, the Miz was there and that was it. Who was the other cameo, by the way? Because that was the one that I saw. Who was the other one that you asked me about or that I've seen? Oh, fuck, seen? I'm not going to remember now. Shit. Okay. Oh, I'm going to have to rewatch it now. Shit. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you. Uh, watched it and thought um, the most interesting part uh rightfully so was uh uh the stuff like pretty much just like telling the trajectory of like uh, him and his wife which i thought was interesting um I remember it was it was rich boss <laughs> oh <yeah. laughs> at a certain point like i saw him i like saw him like it's impossible to, to mistake rich yeah. boss for anybody yeah he looks like a long island tiki model um but uh, like I feel like I heard him or saw him two or three. I'm like, was he just the host of Woodstock '99? Yeah, I think he was like working it. That's why I didn't think of him when I thought yeah. cameo. But that's yes, that was also that popped me. Um, I, uh, I'm glad you remember that, but I really am upset you didn't watch it right away. So you'd be like, who are we talking about? Because I would love, love to just see it in a conversation. Me just typing the Miz and Rich Voss like they're an old like Potswoggle yeah. title tag team. Uh, we feed people. I've been meaning to watch, but uh, support World Central Kitchen. Um, that's uh, what that's uh, pretty much about. Uh, the controlling Britney Spears uh, special um, was very, very good, and it worked and effective, successful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so even if it doesn't win uh, the Emmy here, it won. Sure. Did uh, we give Did we give that a Pooh documentary an award? If so, that's a precedent. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, let's see here. Uh, Outstanding short form nonfiction or reality series, I believe, is next. Okay. We have uh, well, a between. Okay. Yeah. yeah this yeah, one. No. Well, I was gonna skip that. It's. Nah. Well, I, I I have an advertisement that's breaking up the way I have it set up, so I don't know the rest. Okay. Of now I'm just well, that curious. and also, so like this is basically just like all their digital content. This is. Just oh, like, okay. Never mind. Okay. Never extra mind. shit. Uh, I should have known that from Last Chance Kitchen for Top Chef. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. Now. 
outstanding short form comedy drama or variety series. Now here's where we can crack our knuckles and start to take things seriously because there there's one clear winner here. And also this is our expertise. This is what we did semi-professionally for a decade. Well, but also there's one clear fucking winner here. I see. Uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Carpool karaoke, the series going to skip Fuck it. You. Uh, uh, although that AEW episode was entertaining. Um, uh, Late Night with Seth Meyers, Corrections, Ran- The Randy Rainbow Show, Stephen Colbert Presents, Tuning Out the News, and I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Um, that's There's nobody be, that loses, right? I I don't... See, it's like the, the most actual produced fucking thing and like thought out thing and like scripted thing amongst this whole lot. And, the and it's also... Fucking deserving thing. And it's also like, so carpool karaoke was a pre-existing thing that that old moms know. Yeah. Um, and it's popular for social media, but like, there's nothing else. Like, I don't know if it's just in my circles, but I think you should leave. It's kind of become this like cult indie crossover show that seeps mm-hmm. into every little bit. Yeah. Reference wise. So I, now, it's almost kind of a disservice to it. I was going to say, well, uh, also the, the other side of that is to stay a cult, you know, show it, it has to not win this, you know? Um, true, but nevertheless, give Tim Robinson the biggest budget you could find or just fucking cast him to play Beetlejuice already. I don't give a fuck. I just put like every meeting in Hollywood should be like, uh, yeah, can we throw ridiculous character into whatever movie and get mm-hmm. Tim Robinson to do it? The yeah. fact that Ugly Sonic works so well in Chippendale mm-hmm. just shows that, yes. The, the fact that a, a Ugly Sonic show hasn't been greenlit is a failure on many, many people's parts. Uh, here's a category I wish I fucking uh, always I love about. this category every year, and I, I swear to God, all these people have been nominated every year for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh Black Patriots, Heroes of the Civil War, uh, for the History Channel, narrated by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Fuck the yeah. Mating, the Mating Game, in plain sight, Discovery Plus, narrated by David Attenborough. Still Fuck, you Discovery, Pl- Fuck you, Discovery Plus. That's, sorry. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, he also um, uh, uh, narrated the CGI Dinosaur uh, doc on Apple Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, he's fucking great. Let's just... Give him his flowers while he's still here, because he doesn't look good. Um, no. We need to talk about Cosby, part one, Showtime, narrator, W. Kamau Bell, uh, Serengeti 2, Intrigue, Discovery Plus, fuck you, Discovery Plus, narrator, Lapita Nyong'o, uh, and our great national parks, A World of Wonder, for Netflix, narrator, Barack Obama. Has a president ever won an Emmy or like an Oscar before? Like All I'm going to say is... Talk about a dream blunt rotation, am I right? <laughs> w come up. I was like, yo, Kareem, pass that shit, man. <laughs> David just fucking narrating everything that's happening under his breath. Lapito Long was making the same face she made after Will Smith was yelling at Chris Rock. Um <laughs> Christ. Uh this is an interesting one too. I don't know to answer your question, I do not know if a president has uh ever won. That's right. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, Reagan. Did he Reagan win would be the only one, but Reagan was doing like movies with monkeys. Like I don't think Reagan was that's, any good. That's Clint Eastwood. 
No, Reagan Reagan did uh, Bedtime with Bonzo. It's like a famous like he did like a laughy sure movie Grandpa, with a monkey in the fifties. <laughs> what if I just uh, was Reagan? What if I said bad mental problems? <laughs> That's how I found out. Uh, um, right. Yeah, I got this one. Outstanding outstanding character voiceover performance. Uh, This one's very interesting. Uh, Moon Knight, uh, F. Murray Abraham as Khonshu. Bridgerton, Captain R. Rake. Julie Andrews as Lady Whistledown. Is she just a rake? Um, (laughs) If there's one thing I know about Julie Andrews from uh, being a voice in Aquaman, if she can get in a booth and not have to change, she'll take a paycheck for it. It's also Bridgerton, so like I honestly, she could be the voice of a dildo. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, uh, what if uh, T'Challa? Will. What if T'Challa became Star Lord? Chadwick Boseman is T'Challa. We were having fun. Uh, Big Mouth. Maya Rudolph is Connie, the hormone monstrous. I should have fucked with you and switched that one in the Judy Andrews one. Uh, <laughs> Central Park. Stanley Tucci is Bitsy. You're required to vote for him. Uh, Archer. Jessica Walter is Mallory Archer. So two posthumous nominations yep. here. And what if Ultron won? Jeffrey Wright is the Watcher. Jeffrey Wright should probably win this because he did the most amount of work. Yeah, he really <laughs> did. <laughs> He's like the main character in that show. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you have uh, you know you have you have two posthumous nominations here going head to head. It's the Emmys opportunity to go see Oscars. This is how you fucking do this. Don't so drop the ball. I wasn't the biggest fan of what if because each episode was hit or miss just based off the quality of the voice acting. So like yeah, there are some yeah. people that are just phoning it in mm-hmm. and Bozeman was very much not one of them. Oh God, no, he was so, uh, yeah. so just yeah. full of uh, God, full of life, you know, doing it, but still, but that I mean, just fucking God damn. He was great. It was great. Like you, you hear that it's him. And you're like, oh, 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 this is this is gonna be it. Mm-hmm. And then and then it doesn't disappoint after that. Yeah. Like he absolutely fucking delivers. Absolutely. So that, that would be my actual vote, him or Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Um, um but also Jessica Walter, just uh as Mallory Archer for all those years, and I mean just for the incredible career that she's had, uh teaming with uh Edge on the silver screen uh in that one movie. Um it's breaking all the rules. Was that what it was called? Man, I have not given Tope enough shit in his life for every bad thing that Edge has done on screen. You really like, haven't. You've scraped I'm the gonna, surface. I'm going to clockwork orange him and make him watch a money playing with me like three times. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just a good time. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, short form comedy or drama series. We don't have any perspective uh, on any of these. I'll and and well, we don't have... We don't have a friend nominated for once, so oh, <laughs> so okay. I see we'll what you're yeah, yeah, yeah. For but for actor, of course, there's a bunch of things, and then Tim Robinson is various characters, which is putting it lightly. Uh, <laughs> so he should be there. But there, there's some names in this one. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Anthony Anderson, Bill Burr, Brendan Gleeson, oh, and wait, a name I will you? never say. I'm at the one above. Oh, oh, oh actor. yes, 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 yes. Because yes. actress, I thought it was just like those like web shows. No, I got um, you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, so I moved up thinking and I saw Tim Robinson, then I actually, you know, investigated. Who, who's, I, what's that last nomination? Uh, nice try. Uh, nice try what? It's Words with Ike for Cake, yep. FX, FX Productions, but it looks like they played themselves. <sighs> Happy birthday. Akechawu UFO Modu. <laughs> Aha, this whole time I was even worse at African names. 
outstanding music supervision uh better call saul euphoria marvelous mrs mazel ozark stranger things white lotus i'm interpreting this to mean best fucking needle drops which is going to go to stranger things ah okay so yeah this year yeah oh, euphoria. but <sighs> euphoria is so hey Mo, what's up with the, to... all the euphoria drama going on with the cast these days are you are you tapped in I'm not. No, 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 no. Because I'm not a 16 year old on Twitter. I just got fucking caught up today. <laughs> I just noticed that the Stranger Things episode is specifically the Billy episode, which is the biggest no brainer. This motherfucking show caused a 40 year old song to hit number one. Yeah. Uh, Euphoria is is so fucking good. And the fact that I'll be watching the Euphoria episode and I'll immediately just be like looking up what song it is and adding it right away. Um, that happens about four or five times an episode. Um. We'll get into Euphoria more later as we get into act, the actual awards it's nominated for and what it didn't deserve and what it does deserve. In that, and I'll in make that my respect. I'll make my hard pitch to finally get you to watch it because on the flip side of the show you said you didn't think you would like earlier on, which was Squid Game that I have watched and I kind of agree with you on. I think you would sadly get sucked into so many aspects of Euphoria that I also just want to talk to you about as thirty five year old white men. How many? That's all I hear about from the show. Uh, fucking, I, I, I love that. In the span of two weeks, you've recommended Euphoria and Bluey to me, <laughs> and the Joe Schmo show. Don't He's forget buried, the Joe Schmo show. Nothing. Um, I've been busy. I, I, I also got to give it up to Stranger Things for making uh, some new actor a, a member of Metallica out of nowhere. Um. <laughs> Fuck you, Hogan. Uh, also, the uh, separate ways uh, version of separate oh, ways of Stranger yeah. Things is also very good. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Uh, outstanding original main title theme music. So at first, I was a little upset, uh, but I, from what I understand, uh, the, song once, right? Pe- the song in Peacemaker is not an original song for no. that. Yeah, that's yeah. The, the, the wigwams are an actual. I think they're like Swedish or sort of Norwegian sure, or something yeah. like a glam band. I thought they're gonna say where Stranger Things. I'm like, you can't win it every year. Like Cheers did win this eight times. Like once you win it, it's just for new shows basically. Yeah. Um. So yeah, original main title music: Loki, Only Murders in the Building, Severance, Squid Game, White Lotus. Uh, only Only Murders, man. I love that little little ditty. It's 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 a cute little ditty, but I I, t- I tell you this. Hulu, they need a skip intro button. Hmm. I never one. noticed that. I well, yeah, because normally their intros aren't uh, that big or long, or there's usually something yeah. different about them. There's a little Easter egg or something like that, or like only murders in the building. It's nice and soothing. Uh, but also, it'd be nice. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, outstanding original music and lyrics euphoria all my life my heart has yearned for a thing i cannot name song that's title. the episode yeah that's the episode song title elliot's song uh euphoria uh the episode you who cannot see think of those who can song titled i'm tired uh marvelous mrs mazel how to chew quietly and influence people song title maybe monica I'm going to skip this one because I'm, I'm just going to go right into it. Uh, this is us <laughs> day of the wedding song title, the forever now. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what else is going to got nominated for. Cause no one else fucking saw it, but this song had myself and my partner busting a gut laughing, literally ruffling 
uh, <laughs> crying, stoned as hell, but Jesus Christ, from Schmigadoon, Schmigadoon, song title, Corn Puddin. <laughs> I obviously need to watch it. Um, I'm excited for, is it called Reboot? Is the the next uh, uh, Hulu show? It's Keegan Michael uh, Key, Johnny Knoxville, and somebody else notable. It's about like a, a, a ninety, a problematic ninety show getting like a modern reboot, and the cast like coming together and like okay. you know what's about. That's but they're also making the ninety show, I believe, as well. Like they're oh, doing both God. shows. That's fun. Um, so it looks interesting. Um, but so you know. Do you know what Schmigadoon, like, the premise is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. And yeah, you've, you've told me about it a couple times, and it's, it's again, it's on the list. But, yeah. um, and it's, and it's right up my fucking alley. Um, yes. The cast, premise, everything. Mm. Um, and you actually having such a positive reaction to it. Yeah. It's only going to make I, it even better. I need to watch it again. It's short. Like, it's real short. I, it's, yeah. I just need to fucking plop through that one more time. Outstanding music uh, direction. Uh, fucking oh, real quick, I just have to address what definitely should not oh. win from Euphoria, which is okay. Elliot's song, which I think is still going on. Okay. Uh, it was... Uh, for everything positive, I'll say about Euphoria, the finale was incredibly difficult to get through and watch. I watched it live because I was so amped for it, and I just won't do that again because that show burned me so bad finale-wise, particularly because of this song that lasted like five and a half minutes and did nothing. Wow, okay. Does Euphoria have a lot of original songs? Like, is it like a musical show? No, but there's uh, one of the, the new characters from season two, Elliot, uh, Dominic Fike. He's some, like, young person, TikTok, like, famous guy. Okay. And uh, they give him time to do his thing. Got it. And most people don't like it. <laughs> well, just by seeing the number of songs that they had nominated, I, I was, I was going to ask you, is this, is this, is this a modern-day The O.C. situation? I couldn't even tell you what the other song is. <laughs> okay. Uh, original music direction is just a bunch of s- stuff that you've watched yeah. and didn't think about. Uh, outstanding music composition for a documentary series special. No. no. Uh, outstanding music composition for a limited series. Uh, no. no. Um, outstanding music for a composition for a series. Major dramatic score. Here's Schmigadoon again. Schmigadoon. Hello. Uh, Loki had a good score. I'll say that. Oh, I love the um, Loki score. Yeah, very yeah. good. Uh, and and Severance and Succession. Succession score is just fucking iconic at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what do we got? Outstanding prosthetic makeup. Stranger uh, Things. Look at fucking Vecna. <laughs> yeah, Come on. <laughs> that's all practical, baby. Um, but uh, uh, what else we got here? Uh, 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 Angeline uh, on Peacock. That, that's a, a show I didn't know about, about a, a woman I didn't know about. Um, Gaslit on stars. I have no idea what that is. Uh, impeachment, American crime story. Uh, I guess they're just plowing on the prosthetics now to just make them look as much as like the, the subject as possible. Uh, Star Trek Picard, man. I'm so happy for all this. The, 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 the star, the Trekkers are, they, is that what they're called? I know they're not Trekkies. Trekkers. Like, Trekkers. Yeah. You said truckers. Like I ice road truckers. Road tre- no, I said tre- ice road Trekkers. <laughs> just put a bunch of Star Trek fans in trucks and make them transport shit. <laughs> um, so happy for them that they just keep getting their shows. You know, like they're in this realm. They they don't have to deal with like fucking. I mean, they probably do. It's probably a microcosm 
but like they don't have to deal with like fucking all the shitty Marvel shit like that happens, all the dumb Star Wars shit that happens. They're just happy with what they get. And they get a bunch of animated shows. They get a Mm -hmm. bunch of like canonical shows. They get the throwback shows, man. They're having a great time. Paramount Plus is the best thing to happen to a Star Trek fan. Goddamn. Angeline is that show about the woman with uh, with Emmy Rossum and who has the really large chest, right? Yes. You handled not knowing what that was very well. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, 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 What do we got here? Uh, Okay. All right. We'll go here. Outstanding period and or character makeup, non-prosthetic. The First Lady on Showtime. Marvelous Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh, Prime Video. uh, Pam and Tommy uh, from Hulu. uh, Star Trek Picard. Uh, Paramount Plus and Stranger Things. Uh, you, you could also go Stranger Things here, but Pam and Tommy, man, like feel however you do about that show. It was what it was. Um, d- holy fuck! If the, yeah, spot on, spot the fuck on, especially with um, uh, fucking Lily James. Lily James. I was trying. She was to already. I was trying not to say Lily Collins because I listened to the abduction episode of Married with Movies yesterday. So she was, ah. and then that's how I found out she's still Collins's kid. So fucking nepotism at work there. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, Lily James, because every now and then you could see a little little fucking Winter Soldier in a Sebastian stand there, yeah, uh, with the hair in a certain way. But fucking Lily James is Pam. Holy fuck, incredible, incredible. Yeah. Lily James is already on my list from Mamma Mia 2. Uh, and mm-hmm. she's now on my list again as Pamela. And Pam Anderson is on my list, but Lily James's Pam Anderson is on yeah. my list. There's a Venn diagram of, on your list now. Yeah. Also, I was hoping that nomination was for whatever they did for the cock. <laughs> but then I realized it was non-prosthetic. So if they're thinking nominated prosthetic, it means they didn't do a good job. I, I, man, I was so hoping that that's what the show continued to be because it was like so early on in the series that it's like yeah oh is this gonna be is it gonna be this kind of show like you know fucking elevated fucking fantasy or whatever not elevated fantasy but like heightened reality yeah that would be great you can't go jason manzuka's voicing tommy lee's cock as elevated fantasy <laughs> well it depends on whose fantasy my friend true yeah um uh, and just also shout to Jason Manzukis uh, doing the voiceover for the Duncan commercials. Duncan? Uh, national national campaign. That Boston boy, that Boston area boy, doing good. And he's the Mucinex guy now. The TJ Miller like threatens to bomb trains or something. So that's good. Uh, I-, I want nothing but the best for Jason Manzukis. Uh, Outstanding contemporary makeup, non prosthetic American Horror Story. American I apologize Horror for Story, interrupting about Jason Manzukis one more time. Do you know who like he was dating or still actively dates? No. He was with Connie Britton for like a while, <laughs> right? You know, those two just have all kinds of zany fun in the bedroom. Good for her. <laughs> Let me double and check not, and see if there's. And not good for together. her in like a charity sort of way. Good for her in, in getting to be with him sort of way. I think. Hold on. I can't imagine this. it's easy though, because he is uh, uh, allergic to eggs, deathly allergic to eggs. And um, you know, she's big in the egg hypochondriac. Part. He was just pre- they're previously in a relationship. So. Okay. Well, well, that would have been have like, fun. yeah, that's that's like up there with like Baron Davis and Laura Dern to me now. <laughs> it would have been a lot of fun like when Friday Night Lights was on, like her going to award shows and like 
Battle Brown around the time like the league was on, I think, too. Yeah. So it's like her on the red carpet, like, oh, who are you wearing tonight? And like he's just like fucking advertising the league as being Rafi. Be like, wait till you smell my dick, you know. <laughs> I think my wife might be on a work call, so I should watch out loud on me. Like, wait. What's she doing on a work call at this hour? She's busy. She's, okay. she's important. She needs to quiet quit, is what she needs to do. Emphasis on the quiet. Uh <laughs> Outstanding main title design. This is where fucking Peacemaker got goddamn robbed. Candy yep. for Hulu. Cowboy Bebop for Netflix. Foundation for Apple TV Plus. Lizzie's Story for Apple TV Plus. Never fucking heard of it. Only Murders mm-hmm. in the Building for Hulu. Pachinko for Apple TV Plus. And Severance for Apple TV Plus. Dropping those title ducats. <laughs> you know, normally this is an HBO, uh, you know, corner, as it were. But fuck Apple Discovery TV, Plus. <laughs> yeah, fuck Discovery Plus. Apple TV just coming and eating their fucking lunch with shows that I I I love Apple Plus and I this is I've never heard of this shit. Only Murders in the Building has a good design as well. I gotta go with Severance. It's so the 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 it un, it unveils itself, it unravels itself as the story continues, man. It's <laughs> fucking incredible. You can't miss it. It's another unskippable title sequence because of what because of the content for for the story not just for entertainment like peacemaker was i'm i'm nervous with the second season of peacemaker like like they can't keep doing it but like how do you at least match it's it's gonna be rough. yeah you scale it up you know and eventually like you know season five or seven or whatever if they're lucky to go that far if they or if they want to it's got like a whole fucking stadium doing a thing or something like that and it's actually a whole stadium of people and I see, yeah, that's gonna be the the the, yeah, the capper a capper um skipping that Light. skipping lighting skipping lighting yep. uh hairstyling it's just mm. all what we've talked Period about stuff. so far yep. contemporary hairstyling. Um, picture editing for a structured like at this point I, i'm sure the picture editors for unstructured reality programs do a good job do they need an award <laughs> I, I, it, give I, them a I, bonus I, i'd like to see how well they're paid exactly yeah. um outstanding picture editing for structured reality or competition program blah, we'll talk about all those Season later anyway outstanding picture uh this this has got to be fucking uh Beatles for all the work yep. that they had to do. Uh, but I, again, I don't know if it's going to come up later. Shout out to Stanley Tucci searching for Italy. Um, I, I'm legally required to say that. Uh, <laughs> Didn't you have that on when I came to your house? <laughs> yes. yes. And I was like, this was fucking planned. And then I was like, no, no it wasn't. This is just My the life. timeline staying its course. <laughs> Um, anything editing, I have to give a shout out to Euphoria here. Euphoria's editing is class act, like Where well we? renowned. I'm just, I'm just saying, like we're, we're going through all like the editing oh, categories. Okay. Right. I'm kind of click through to find like where we're going to go next. I saw Euphoria mentioned well, in the I, camera I was picture editing. So, going to say specifically for editing for Get Back, uh, it's the it's part three, uh, mm-hmm. which includes their concert on the roof um, and the editing story-wise in that episode is fucking immaculate. Like, you know, you're going to go through parts one and two, see a lot of really cool shit. It's a little bit some manufactured drama. Ringo just seems like a cool hang. But when they're doing that 
fucking live recording on the roof. Holy shit. That is some fun, fun storytelling right there. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, variety programming, editing, no. Um, Lotus, White Lotus. Camera uh, I have, I'm, in, I'm in directing now, directing for documentary and nonfiction program, which I still, I mean, uh, Peter Jackson should probably win a directing award for what he did for the Beatles. Yeah. Um, shout, shout out for Judd Apatow finding himself up against Peter Jackson and Amy Poehler for an award. Hang on. I'm, I'm, Mobile, I'm behind. I'm behind. You're fine. I don't think, I don't think I've missed anything. I'm just trying to potentially find a, uh, a spot. Um, directing for a variety special again, I find Norm. Yeah, uh, which it okay. was not just him. I thought they were just going to give. <laughs> it just been Norm. I was like, oh, I guess there's somebody else involved. Um, but I'll always and we we didn't discuss it. I think last year, but Gerard Carmichael special is pretty. It was directed by Bill Burnham, mm-hmm. who's proven himself to be like the guy yes. for those things. Yeah, and he does an amazing job at them. So. Um, have you watched uh, the Inside Outtakes? Uh yes yes I have I had to think I for a second of what loved it I fucking loved it because it's what I thought he could do in the first place mm. that still had those deep emotional layers of resonance that that can saunter throughout but it also made me actually fucking bust a gut laughing um Spider Joe <laughs> Biden uh fucking uh the podcast bit like it's fucking it fucking crackles but also i, I was saying this because i was i was just like fucking frazzled by how much i liked that compared surprised to how much even, i surprised you even watched it <laughs> me too man yeah um and uh uh just thinking about because even inside like visually is 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 a fucking accomplishment um like he probably packed with the amount of concentrated time that he spent like you know experimenting with lenses and gels and angles and like rigs and shit like that like he probably packed maybe five fucking years of directing experience into that one project Mm -hmm. and and i just like i just want somebody to fucking l in hollywood to also see that and just give this dude like a fucking real shot. Like I know he's yeah. directed before and stuff like that, but like give him a bag and let him fucking go. He will. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I still don't think inside's fucking funny, but I'm very excited for Bo Burnham. I'll take it. Wow. And we're recording. I that's, know. I know. That's now a loop for two and a half hours. Oh, you're editing this. Oh, never mind. You're going to cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Remember that long pause that we had earlier? Yeah, we all do. Because I didn't take it out. Um, any other notable directing? I'm kind of just looking for important names. I see here an outstanding directing for a limited or anthology series or movie. I see Michael Showalter. Was a director on the dropout. I didn't realize that. I'm assuming that's, that's the same also, Michael Showalter. Yes, that's also something that I keep forgetting about the dropout. Yeah. That I that every time I hear it, I'm like, oh god, yeah. I, I, why have I not fucking watched this yet? And also, I didn't know that for Station Eleven, Hiro Morai did some of the directing as well. Yes, that's a that's, that, that's another big sell. That 
piques daddy's yeah. interest. <laughs> I should have fucking led with that. That's my bad, dude. Daddy, oh, no, you're that's fine. My bad. Um, I just never, number one, I never saw that as a cross section. Number two, I would never expect he had time. <laughs> true. true he's like the most sought after fucking dude so um but i will say uh uh hero mirai for is is he nominated for atlanta for any of this stuff yeah there he is. Uh, we, we, oh uh, so i Nijak. so i feel like we should we should slow down for drama and comedy series so okay. it's kind of maybe pick it up there because we normally i think discuss that because they're specific episodes gotcha um, gotcha gotcha sorry so outstanding directing for a drama series uh ozark a hard way to go directed by jason bateman severance the we we are directed by ben stiller squid game red light green light directed by Hwang dong hyuk um that was just for you succession all the bells say directed by mark my uh succession the disruption directed by kathy ann succession too much birthday directed by loreen scarfaria and only of only jackets, yellow jackets, directed by Karen Kusama. Uh, Kusama, I believe. Kusama. Um, man, <laughs> too much birthdays, fucking incredible. Um, it is. It's got some like Scorsese Coke vibes. Um, it's it's just uh, a hell of a fucking episode. Um, and also, man, who saw like Ben Stiller becoming a fucking prestige TV like director and producer? Well, well he had that other show was on Showtime. Yeah, like, Escape from Danamora. Escape yeah. of Danamora. To Danamora? Where's Danamora? <laughs> who is Danamora? <laughs> Where? Who, when Easy. is Danamora? Easy, Drax. Uh, yeah, so I. I and that was a, uh, just a blip on the radar until like some fringe award stuff when it, when it came out. Um, but yeah, like he's, I mean, we should have known based on how fucking good Tropic Zoolander and Tropic Thunder are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, I do. I just didn't see it going into TV and like dramas at that. Yeah. That's where the money is. And that's where the creative freedom is. My friend, red hour um, productions, red hour. Films. I don't, don't, don't know. Why I turned it. A, I know I turned into Jack Breyer at the end of that, but um, actually, that actually, I just answered my question because the Red Hour films thing that we were talking about in our group chat with Nick uh, mm-hmm. was for Walter Mitty. Walter Mitty's yeah. what happened to the movie aspect of that, and, and just it was too early or too late in the evening when I did it to, for me to like recognize it when, sure, when I missed sure. it. Uh, I would throw excuses. my, I know, I would throw my hat on uh, Squid Game here. That's one of the most affecting you could argue that the show peaked at the pilot um and goddamn it if the pilot doesn't fucking work and part of it goes to how it's structured and laid out from a directing aspect so we i might i might give the pilot a, a shot I, I think you will like the pilot um from there i i think you'll still like it but i don't know if you'll with how much you watch and what you like i don't know if at the end of it you'll deem it you know worth your time yeah um, also, uh, shout out to Jason Bateman again, just yeah. doing the, the Ben Stiller thing of mm-hmm. just like directing very good prestige dramas. Cause he also directed, uh, like the bulk of, if not all of the outsider, which was on HBO a few years ago, uh, yep. real cool, like Stephen King type of deal. Um, to highly recommend that if you haven't watched that. I have not, but I will add it to the list. Uh, uh, outstanding directing for a comedy series, unless you had anything else. No, I was ready to tackle this. 
Atlanta, New Jazz, uh, directed by Hiro Mirai. Barry, 710N, directed by Bill Hader. Hacks, There Will Be Blood, directed by Lucia Anelio. The Miss Pat Show, Baby Daddy Groundhog Day. Uh, directed. That? I I do not. It, I, I don't know, man. Uh, directed by uh, Mary Lou Belly. Only Murders in the Building, The Boy from 6B, directed by Shirian Davis. Only Murders in the Building, True Crime, uh, directed by Jamie Babbitt. And uh, Ted Lasso, No Weddings and a Funeral, directed by M.J. Delaney. I did realize this is season one of Only Murders based on the Boy from yeah. the 6B episode because yes. season two just, just ended. Um, yeah. Looking at the details, the Miss Pat show looks like it's on BET Plus. So that might explain Ms. Pat's, why. Miss Pat's a stand up comedian. Yeah, so that might explain why we are. So hey, good for good for fucking yeah. that show. I mean, in an era of these shows to find your way in here and not have. Honestly, no, yeah. No Abbott Elementary, no Marvelous Miss mm-hmm. Maisel, no some of the big heavy hitters. Good uh, for them. F- uh, fucking gemstones. Fucking, let me get my list back no. out. Uh, fucking, I'll bring up Russian Doll for the first time tonight. Season All two right. was just dropped. Told no, Netflix didn't tell anybody. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was a fucking roller coaster of a season, man. It was crazy. Um, and highly, highly enjoyable. Um, also, again, like fucking Peacemaker. Uh, if you would go comedy, I don't know if you would go comedy or drama with that. Um, weren't you yeah. a big after party fan as well? After party, fuck, oh, yes, that's a fucking <laughs> every time, Jesus every time Christ I pull something up on Apple TV, I still have it on my list. I'm just like, God, I gotta watch that. Rich loved that so much, but I couldn't remember like when it was at this point for it to bring it up. Oh, um, no, it was definitely, definitely in, in the yeah, ballpark past year. of these shows, yeah. Um, well, while you're amending your entire list for the rest of the episode, uh, I will say, so this is the first time we've had a chance to talk Atlanta, which is a bit of a surprise based yes. on its pedigree and based on the anticipation for it. And I would say that it is totally fine that this is where we are now getting to Atlanta. Um, I still enjoyed season three of Atlanta. Um, and if you remember back when Rich and I did our end of the decade list, I believe I had Atlanta as my number one show uh-huh. and you had it i think either two or three so it was yeah. up high for both of us um i think it sadly suffered from a bit of that creative liberty freedom era that somebody that basically mm-hmm. is for lack of a better term like king of all media in terms of movies and music and tv and everything else and being able to do whatever they want mm-hmm. and doing very creative things but not necessarily being what the fan base and what people want and expected after such a long layoff. Yeah. So the fact that we got, I just talked about bottle episodes earlier. The fact that half the season was, were bottle episodes that didn't exist within the world of Atlanta. And most of them, particularly I thought the the season uh, premiere were fantastic as was the, um, remember what they all were. So we had the season premiere, which tackled like the, um, the adoption or like the, uh, I forget the case, but the foster family scenario. Yeah. You had the um, the college tuition for black students and the guy trying to convince everybody he was black, which was worth it just for the final frame of the episode. Um, then you had the uh, the black nanny episode. Then you had the reparations episode. And then was there another one? I can't remember. Yeah. So all, all those were But great. it's a lot. 
And yeah, but oh, absolutely. I wanted episodes. I wanted episodes like New Jazz, which was the best episode, which is fucking Paperboy is tripping in Amsterdam and yes. runs into Liam Neeson. Yes, that's Atlanta. Yes, <laughs> that's absolutely. fucking Atlanta. Uh, 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 Darius and Van uh, find themselves at at spoilers at fucking Tupac's deathbed <laughs> and watch Tupac suffocate to death. <laughs> like yes. Uh, like the 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 things we got. Oh boy! It was I just wanted the them on the head. I wanted them doubly. And the other thing that exactly. I think is important to note about it is in the previous two seasons, everyone's favorite episodes for each season are arguably those bottle episodes. The first mm-hmm. season, Ban. The second season, Teddy Perkins. What's the common denominator between those versus the bottle episodes in season three? Well, we still had a core cast member, a part of the episode. Mm-hmm. But Paperboy on Montague talking about, you know, all the issues that were going on in the framework of the commercials yeah. and all the, and all the funny bits. You still had Darius being the central character of Teddy Perkins. Besides even, the end of the even, episode. Even Bibby. Even the Bibby episode. Right. Which is well, almost Bibby's, like, plot-wise, plot it's it's basically a bottle episode. True. But I know what you're saying. These, yeah, these episodes, you would just have the end of, uh, the end of it be like, oh, yeah, and the guy, uh, and it was all Ern's dream, or... Ern has yeah. the same name as the guy that they're that's the through line through all of them. Yeah. Just like, okay, I get you're trying to be artsy, but let's just still tell the story, especially because we only have eight to ten more episodes left, which are coming out any week now. Um, um and and yeah, I, I I all that said, uh I still think that its nomination right here for oh, yeah. is its strong point of the season. Absolutely. Um, because there were uh I mean, Amsterdam was was photographed beautifully this season, mm-hmm. um, and and yeah, it was just uh, there was I think I can't remember if it's the opening to this episode or another episode where they're like walking down a street and it starts as just kind of like a one shot, and then like you don't even realize the camera's moving, but like eventually it has just like all four of your characters like yeah walking together, and it was just such a seamless and well choreographed shot like i was like jaw on the floor i was like whoa fuck all right i know it's early in the season yeah um <sighs> so yeah so that i mean that would be my vote there to give mm-hmm. it something in terms of direction because barry of course is always top notch only murders i already discussed i think that episode's more so sound based ted lasso like the direction for me you know is it's solid but mm-hmm. it's not i think one of the strong shoot suits of the show Mm-hmm. Um, so that that ultimately be where I throw my vote. Uh, we got some costume stuff here, which I don't think we really need to tackle. No, I mean I, I would shout out Hacks and Pam and Tommy. Um, yeah, but that's about it. Outstanding commercial. I don't even know if I could refer. Yeah. I see everyone but John Hamm nominated, and I see John Hamm and Emmys. I'm just like, yes, he has one. I know he doesn't count, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> take it. I I well, all right, hold on. We can we can suss this out, right? I, I don't think so. I'm looking at the rest and it's like I have no idea what any of this is. Teenager, no. Alter the guy. Okay, all right, maybe, maybe, maybe we don't. Uh, but yeah. I would like to take this opportunity to talk about John Ham. What a guy. Does mm-hmm. the does the Apple TV commercial, which he will be on Apple TV now, as he's gonna be in season three of the morning show. Which I'm very excited for. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he's also going to be uh, season five of Fargo as well. 
Did you not hear John. any of these? No, oh, I'm funny. I'm very out I'm very out of touch on both those shows because I've never watched either one of them. So. Okay, uh, well maybe it'll actually fucking spur you to, because um, you need to. Uh, and and uh, the trailer just yesterday, as of when we record this, uh, uh, for Confess Fletch. Uh, it's actually been out like five days, and I just oh, wait, finally really? found it. <laughs> when oh, I saw man. it, I was like, "Oh, sweet! I've got to send this to Rich because of yeah. Slattery." And I was like, "Oh, this has been out a while." And I was like, "That's not good." That's and then not good at all. I mean, the fantasy movie that I'm in is basically wrapped up. Like Sam and I, there's no way we can get 400 points with the movies we have in the last yeah. month. But I was like, "Oh, I should pick this up." Like nobody has this, and I'm like, "It's coming out the same day on streaming and." Or not on yeah. streaming, it's like video on demand the same day, and then it's on Showtime streaming like a month later. Like, no one's going to go to the theater to go see Confess Fletch. Yeah. You know? So, I, um, uh, I'll i be there. I'm ready. I mean, I'll pump it to the moon. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, cinematography for reality program, uh, nonfiction program. Uh, for reality program, that's, I mean, that's got to be Deadliest Catch, right? I think I saw Survivor on there, actually. Survivor's on there. But, I mean, but it's got to be deadliest catch like every year, right? Sure. I mean, but just for the sheer fact that they 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 return alive with footage, like <laughs> just give them a fucking piece of metal. Give them the Emmy Purple Heart. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So, cinematography limited series. Non cinematography for nonfiction program. Uh, give me that Stanley Tucci. As a that is a beautifully shot show. Um, and also, uh, just a, a little recommendation. It may have been nominated previously. Um, I don't know. I just kind of uh, uh, came onto the show very recently, but it's you know one of those like travelogue style shows, mm-hmm. uh, starring the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond, Phil Rosenthal. Mm-hmm. And somebody feed Phil. It's, oh, I've heard of it. It's and I've heard of it too before two weeks ago. Uh, but fuck, is it just a, a, a good? It's just a good version of that show. And it's like, uh, it is the Ted Lassofication of no reservations. Got it. That's, that is an, an amazingly pinpoint description of something. I know exactly what it is now. Good. You know, so, uh, do with that what you will. Um, cinematography for limited or series or anthology. Uh, 1883 is nominated twice. Uh, uh, Station 11, again, it's it's fucking gorgeous. Um, A little surprised to see Moon Knight here, but okay. Uh, Outstanding cinematography for some single camera series, one hour. Um, uh, I'm always gonna, again, music and cinematography is Euphoria's bread and butter. Right. It's one of the most gorgeous looking pieces of entertainment I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, by being both dirty and being vibrant at the same time. Yeah. Um, uh, I will also pin, uh, so the nominees here are Loki, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Ozark, Squid Game, and for the first time, and I think maybe the only time, winning time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty, which I saw zero seconds of. <laughs> um, uh, uh, real quick, uh, Ozark, or as Liz Anderson calls it, The Blue Show. Uh, and... <laughs> That's the real bluey. Uh, yeah, really. Um, so here's the thing. 
winning time was fucking it was good it was good like people fucking mm-hmm. shat all over it it was a good show there were certain there were certain things that that they should have emphasized more and certain other aspects that just like weren't a interesting or b well acted but like all the like front office stuff between like jerry west and uh fucking uh Jer- uh bus and uh fucking the coaches the the rest of the coaches and and mm-hmm. even fucking you know riley and shit like that all that shit was was fucking interesting um mm-hmm. like all the fucking kareem and magic stuff was not interesting. don't glaze don't glaze over that opinion how do you think adrian brody did his pat riley rich we'll get there Oh, um, as in like a snub, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, uh, all I want to oh. say, all I want to say, because because there's no there's no fucking category for this. The guy who plays Larry Bird is worth mm-hmm. watching the show for alone. Does he fucking crush it, or is he just amazing to watch? Try to do it, crushes it. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, like they don't they don't pull any punches with Larry Bird. This Larry Bird says fuck a lot. Yes. Okay. I'm yeah. going to start this tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't got to uh, get me to do things. <laughs> I, I know how to sell you, baby. Uh, fuck. Uh, Love Larry now, Bird. let me tell you about this opportunity. Uh, <laughs> You've tried that for 15 years. And so I don't know about, so that said, I don't know about the cinematography of Winning Time. I will say it's over edited to fucking shit dude i can like, see that they fuck around with like oh it's like fucking eight millimeter now now it's fucking hd you know yeah like, i don't know kind of fuck off with that john c Ryan is good and fun in it um but yeah it's it's like uh it's it's like if oliver stone was doing like today's cocaine Get some of that velveteen dream booger shit. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. Got it. From the parking lots of Altamont. Uh outstanding cinematography for a single camera series half hour. Atlanta Three Slaps, which was the episode that, uh, that I was referencing before, the foster mm-hmm. child situation, which did boggle my mind both as an episode and as a cinematography uh driven episode. Mm-hmm. Barry starting now. Gronish. Uh Hacks, which Gronish, I believe, is the yeah, the ABC family or freeform sequel to Blackish. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Hacks, Insecure, and Russian Doll. There you go. uh, Earlier, so there it is somewhere. Um, Um, I is. I think like we're going to have like a a string of snubs for something and it feels like it might be Barry, which sucks. Just I don't know why it it probably won't, but I just have a weird feeling in the pit of my stomach. Uh, Real quick. Man, I hated the last season of Insecure. I fucking loved that show so much. Mm. And the last season just, just, just did. It just didn't do anything. What we mm. were talking about earlier, you're either, you know, move a plot, but you can also focus and stop in, on characters and stuff. Like this did neither. It was, I, I stopped. I fucking cashed out at a certain point. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were always it, trumpeting that show. Yeah, and it was the heavily. last season, and I was so disappointed that I that I fucking hated it that much. Uh, you gotta love that they still give outstanding cinematography for a multi-camera series. Like, what is there unique to do there? Be positive, the Connors, and How I Met Your Father. Fuck you. <laughs> it's it's their way of saying, "Hey, thanks for still doing this." Good lord! Like, uh, literally, I I think those are maybe just 
all the multicam sitcoms on TV. Uh, and yeah, we could be, Hey, mullet, let's shoot a multicam sitcom done, submit it for an Emmy done and get nominated. Fucking let's do it. And then for the rest of our lives, we can call ourselves Emmy nominated. Emmy nominated. Yeah. For, for, <laughs> for every, for every icebreaker for the rest of our lives, we could tell people, well, here's a fun fact about me. I'm Emmy nominated. It's a great conversation starter for an interview. Sir, this is Baskin Robbins. Um, <laughs> outstanding choreography for scripted programming. Uh, choreography. Corn uh, here's pudding. Your, yeah, here's corn pudding again. So we'll give it. We'll give it there. Goddamn. Right. Uh, choreography for variety. All right. So outstanding choreography for variety or reality programming. Yeah. I see Dancing with the Stars here. What the fuck? Yeah, that like, shouldn't count. <laughs> also, routines. I got five on it. They did. I got five on it on Dancing with the Stars. Why am I not watching that show? I, well, I, they're probably scraping the barrel on <laughs> on songs they haven't used. Was Jordan Peele in Dancing with the Stars, and I didn't see it. Yeah, that's that's what happened. Uh, casting um, for reality, cast, we can skip all through casting. casting. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean casting, 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 production design for variety special. That's just who had more money for their event. Um, I, I will say, like, uh, for for the casting things, like, um, we like for all of those like bit player for all your noho Hanks, for all sure. you know, for all your your uh, you know, your fucking for your bibbies, you know, for all your you know, um, the fucking uh, uh, your uh. Salvators. Yep, uh, for uh, for Howard on Only Murders in the Building. I fucking love that guy. <laughs> that yes. guy's great. <laughs> for all your crazy eights, like for for fucking Sam on Ted Lasso, like finding yeah. diamonds yeah. in the rough. These are these are the people who do that. So for all those characters that you just fucking find and fall in love with, my newest one, my newest one, is uh, the dude who was on. Uh, uh, we recently watched the other two. The Molly Shannon, mm-hmm. the Molly Shannon show, uh, mm-hmm. which is very fucking funny. Um, it's it's weird on tone, like it wants to be two different shows uh, for like mm-hmm. the first season, second season. Holy fucking shit! And there's this dude on there who like plays this on again, off again boyfriend of one of the characters, um, who's got like this weird, like but really cool, smooth, but like a, a, a sort of cadence that he speaks in a way you, like you don't hear very often. But he's also got kind of like a Manny Jacinto vibe. And uh, he just showed up as Pug, uh, uh, She-Hulk's assistant on She-Hulk. Okay. And so the same way I was with Stewie from Succession in uh, No Way Home, like this last week, I was just like, oh, my God. I love when that happens. Yeah. Um, Um, Love those guys. Uh, I will. We did miss a few uh, multi-camera comedies because they are here in production design for a narrative program half hour. Uh, whatever Bob Hart's Abashola is on CBS. Oh yeah. Also, I also saw another one. Uh, the United States of Al. Mm-hmm. I think these shows uh, suck because of their names. <laughs> Probably doesn't help. I'm not going to watch anything called The United States of Al unless it's a sequel to Home Improvement with Richard Karn. Karn. Why? Why hasn't that been a thing? <laughs> if you if you can fucking if you can replace Roseanne and Roseanne, 
<laughs> you can fucking replace Tim Allen and home improvement, man. Let's fucking go. I mean, there's a big difference between, hey, we still have John Goodman to Richard Karn is alive. That's <laughs> the difference. As the I Italians think... say, andiamo, let's go. Did I see something where like Richard Karn and Tim Allen have like a legitimate like home improvement show now? Oh, I think they do actually, yeah. I think that is correct. <laughs> I just Googled Richard Karn Tim Allen show and Google knew what I meant and didn't give me home improvement. It's called <laughs> <laughs> So shout out to Google for working. Uh, well, because Google assembly knows. required. Google knows. Well, if you search Tim Allen Richard Karn show, <laughs> exactly. that's home improvement. Exactly. But a Richard Karn Tim Allen show, that's assembly required. Is that what it's called? Yeah. There's also hold on. So they're also joining. This is June third, twenty twenty two. So late breaking news. They are um, uh, going to be devoting uh, a show on the History Channel. To the story of tools. <laughs> well, it's a history channel show about the history of tools. Fuck, all right, man. Just keep getting them chaps, Richard Karn. Yeah. Can't, um, can't, can't all right. I, I like this next one. Outstanding production design for a narrative period or fantasy program. I'm going to go bottom mm-hmm. up. Stranger Things, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Loki, The Great, The Gilded Age. Um, these are all this is this is this is a fucking stacked category. Okay. Um Stranger Things it, I mean it's kind of it speaks for itself. Um Yeah. Uh I mean, I don't know, fucking Maisel whatever, it's unavoidable. Uh Loki was incredibly imaginative um with with what it, what it did. And uh the great um I haven't watched the last season, but I watched the first season and it's it's uh f- it's very fucking ornate and speaking of ornate, my favorite, The Gilded Age, uh from your boy Julian Fellows, creator of Down Thin Abbey. It's The Gilded Age. We in America now. It's still the upstairs downstairs, but Nathan Lane's being sassy. Nathan, I was not ready for the Lanaissance, man. Bro, I'm here for the fucking Lanaissance between uh, fucking Only Murders and the Gilded Age, who, like, it's basically, like, because the Gilded Age is fine. It's fine. It's trashy. I love it. Um, But fucking Nathan Lane and Christine Baranski just, like, fucking going like two fucking bulls locking horns. I'm in. Sign me up for that shit. Do they fuck at any point? Because I'm very much into that. <laughs> they do. Uh, I mean, go on Tumblr.com, my friend, and find out. Um, <laughs> outstanding production design for a narrative or contemporary program. Uh, White Lotus, Succession, uh, Squid Game, uh, Severance, Ozark, uh, The Flight Attendant. I'm going to put this one on Severance um, just because of how like uh, specific it has to be. Mm-hmm to try and not spoil anything um it's 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 so specific and and thought through it's very oh, yeah. good the production design awesome i'll send short form animated program the boys present diabolical death plus robots robot chicken star wars visions and when billy met lisa um this wasn't the so, category i thought that it was uh that's actually supposed to be love, death, and robots. Um, they I don't know why they left the love out. Oh, it's it's I can see it on the end of the previous uh, oh, nominee. Yes, it was formatted it okay. correctly. Yep. Um, which is good. Uh, I, I watched it with Charlie recently, and, and it's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, I I I'm I'm happy for 
Seth Green. Well, chicken. <laughs> uh, go, go, keep getting them checks, Seth Green. Same thing I was thinking. I, I, I want to watch The Boys present Sti- uh, Diabolical after the third season of The Boys, which I don't know if it was eligible for this. It largely gets unrecognized beyond the beyond just randomly getting best series nomination a couple of years yeah. ago. But the past season was very, very good. Yeah. I would say besides the season finale. Um, but like for the most it. part... It was a little bit of a, of a disappointment for me from everything we're doing that, but everything leading yeah. up to that was fucking I mean, sensational. And um, again, Anthony Starr is nowhere on here. And another big we'll, snub, yeah. Yeah, we'll never um, get recognized for what he's done with Homelander. It's 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 impossible the things that he does. Like the things that he does is are impossible. Like at, at this point, it should be almost like parody how much he's trusted to just like stand in the scene and just act with his face. And it be yeah. like, like after like two seasons of like Homeland, mm-hmm. Claire Danes was being made fun of for all yeah. of her expression and everything. And at this point, I'm just enthralled because he never even has to barely fucking speak anymore. And then when he does, yeah. it's right. just as fucking uh, insane as it is. So. How many reaction gifts does a guy gotta get to fucking win an Emmy around here? I will. I will say. And isn't uh, he like Australian or some shit? So. <laughs> I will see on Twitter and on Instagram a lot. There's a lot of great boys memes, which are just the cast hanging out and purposely needling Anthony Starr. So he just has to react like Homeland. Yeah. <laughs> He's miserable. I will say, despite my slander towards the season finale aside, the end of the season finale gave me legitimate chills. Yes. <laughs> of yes. like how it's like, oh God, this is where this is going. Both as a television show and in my actual society. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> yep. So shout out to that show for making being able to do that to me. Um, uh, I'm sending. Well, yeah, uh, uh, also, so did, did you say that you did uh, watch Diabolical? No, I, I, I've honestly tried not tried, but I've honestly just avoided most superhero animated things because it's like that. I'm really getting into the weeds. Besides one glaring exception, which I don't know, I don't think it's nominated here. Harley yeah, Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah, I fucking love. It's incredible. Um, it's yeah. Diabolical is it's it's that level of Harley Quinn. It is Good. it is fucking hysterical. I need I need I need to watch it then. Well, Have you watched also, Invincible at all as well? Oh yeah. Oh, Invincible is okay, fucking incredible. Yeah, and I have that's another Invincible one that either. you just need to fucking do. Another Manzuka's joint as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and fucking J.K. and Stephen Young. Like, what more do you fucking need? Um, it's a big glaring fuck up on my part. Yeah. Uh, we even started buying the the comics as well. Um, but yeah, Steve, Diabolical Steve's. is fucking hilarious. Invincible should have absolutely been nominated. I think uh, it would have been last year. Been last year, yeah. yeah so I don't, I don't remember um, discussing it last year, or we didn't get but, this deep into it last year. But. So also about Diabolical, it's basically Harley Quinn meets Star Wars Visions, and that it's like different animation styles uh, every time as well. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Which also Star Wars Visions was fucking incredible. I'm not an anime guy, but that it blew my tits off. You needed those tits. Uh, uh, Sandy- oh, and also, sorry, but when Billy met Lisa, um, uh, a short form, uh, I'll stand it. Okay. No, well, actually here we go. Go ahead. Uh, talk. Outstanding animated program. Uh, Arcane, Bob's Burgers, Rick and Morty, the Simpsons, and what if. So I'm, uh, 29 and a half seasons into the Simpsons right now. You're fucking kidding me. No. <laughs> Why did we lead off with this, Rich? This is important <laughs> life things. <laughs> That's <laughs> even your first thoughts. 
Charlie has started and finished Futurama twice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How, how do you do this? How do you do this? I, I clock out. I sit on the couch. I get high and I watch The Simpsons. <laughs> but you watch all the rest of the stuff. Wait, yeah, so hold on. That, I have, when yeah, did you start this? Real when TV did you start starts this? at dinner. When did you start this? I started this. I was still on medical leave, so it had to be like. Okay, whenever so a finished, while ago. Whenever I finished Scrubs. So it had to be like mm, sometime in December, I want to say. Okay. Not January. You've been holding out on this information for me for eight months? Well, I'm not <laughs> broadcasting it. There's, we, I don't know. Do we? Are you a big Simpsons guy? I, I don't know. No. So no. what do we talk about? It's a pretty big thing that you are binge watching The Simpsons from beginning to end. Is this your way of asking me if I'm okay? Yes! <laughs> Without saying it out loud, Rich. You can just ask it, man. The next I'm, thing you tell me is like, all right, look, I'm into the 70s on 2020. And it's like, that's how! You're just watching news programming. <laughs> it's coming from a guy that's in 1997 for wrestling. Well, right. That was partially where uh, I I was inspired by, so thank you. Don't put this asshole. on me! This is on you, your fault. <laughs> Me. Yeah, you projected I, son of a bitch. It was that, and also just kind of like seeing that it's like, oh, season thirty-two now on Disney Plus, and it's just like, I wonder how far I could get. And I remember when I started, Psychopath. I mentioned it to Nick, and Nick was like, "Yeah, man, I tried to do that a few years ago and tapped out around season eight or nine, which is the right place to stop watching." By the Wait, way, so, for the record, so, you, <laughs> so you, <laughs> you're great. <laughs> you God bless. Two decades worth of stuff. So, but let me tell you, season 29? <laughs> not bad. You're going to have a heart attack. That's never been not said bad. before. Well, if you could stick it to season 29, you're in for a treat. <laughs> hey, look, Jesus, it's still getting nominated for Emmys, so I don't know what to tell you. The, the, the Academy agrees with me. I am sweating now, Rich. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite things is that like it doesn't follow a continuity or anything mm. like with the, with the exception of like characters it's killed and sure it drives Charlie insane because <laughs> she's used <laughs> to shows that have a continuity uh, yeah. one of the best of which is Rick and Morty which is so far in the weeds right now like it, it, They'd be bullshitting, but they'd also wouldn't be wrong if the if Justin uh, uh, Halpern um, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the other fuck Harmon uh, like just made something up. Like, oh, to yeah, get themselves was, out of a corner. Yeah, but they'd still be right. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, The Simpsons. Um, it's still on the air. Uh, oh yeah, because of you. <laughs> Um, you. What if, man? I thought it was. It was. It was. It was, it was all fine. Right. It was. All right. It was. A, I, I would the say probably my. I, I thought the highs were high. I, I liked the Doctor Strange episode. I already mentioned. I think my two favorite. Ep- my favorite episode would have been mm-hmm. the Star Lord Guardians episode, and I also liked yeah. the um the Party Thor episode. I think Party Thor, and I liked the uh, I liked uh, 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 Captain Carter as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them. I like yeah. the zombie one too. Just yeah. I like the fact that the show is like we're just gonna kill Iron Man every episode. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was just a, a fun hang. It, there was more good than bad. Uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, fucking 
people that watch Arcane really like mm-hmm. Arcane. Sure, I don't even know what it is. It's a game. It's a it's a show that was based on a game. Okay, but you don't need to have played the game to watch the show. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm gonna be 36 on Saturday, so. <laughs> Um, also, Bob's Burgers is still doing their thing. Uh, hey, they had a get, movie. Keep getting them checks, Eugene Merman. Really? Oh, yeah. uh, uh, host for a reality or competition program, aka the, uh, the Jeff Probst Award. Yep. Uh, we have the guys from Queer Eye, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman for making it, Nicole Byer for Nailed It, uh, the whole Shark Tank crew, Padma from Top Chef, and RuPaul from RuPaul's Drag, Way, Drag Race, who will be your winner. Um, um yeah, but that said, I mean, the the chemistry that Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman have on making it is is exactly what you're fucking looking for from a, a friendship. Yeah. Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. It's fucking perfect. And it's it, it's a goddamn warm blanket. Uh, hosted nonfiction series are special. My next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman. The problem with Jon Stewart, Stanley Tucci searching for Italy. Important to note, those first two shows, it's with them. This show, Stanley Tucci gets top billing. Yeah, goddamn uh, right. Rice and the world according to Jeff Goldblum, which I didn't even know had a second season. All I'm saying is Italy and then Tucci. Um, Tucci gang rise up. Variety special pre-recorded. Adele, one night only. Dave Chappelle, the closer. Yeesh. Uh, Harry Potter, 20th anniversary, return to Hogwarts. Norm Macdonald, nothing special. One last time, an evening with Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Did he die at the end of it? Like, did they, like, did they midsummer Tony Bennett at the end of this? <laughs> <laughs> and we mean it. <laughs> um, have you watched the Harry Potter thing? Because uh, my no. wife, who's like the biggest Harry Potter fan like in the world, still has not watched it either. No, I have, I have no interest to whatsoever. I don't. The only time I want to give any sort of positive metric to the way of that notorious turf J.K. Rowling is by buying mm-hmm. a ticket to Universal Studios. And while I'm there, I might as well ride the fucking ride because it's a good fucking ride. God damn it. They're all all of them are such good rides there. They did a good job. With the yeah. Um, uh, but, norm. But yeah, norm, so norm, I won't norm, be, norm, norm. I won't be watching that. I will not be uh, playing that the new video game where uh, the goblins are just even more overtly Jews, apparently. Um, Really? (laughs) Apparently, that is the case, yes. Oh, Um, we're going to buy this game. (laughs) I had to say that for... Damn it. I had to say that, come on. I know, I know. Um, uh, uh, Yeah, Norm, 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 Norm. Yeah, Norm. Uh, Variety special, uh, the Grammys, the Oscars, the Pepsi halftime show. Live in front of a studio audience, the facts of life in different strokes. I think you're still doing that. And uh, the Tony Awards present Broadway's yeah. back. Keep getting them checks, Norman Lear. He just keeps them in a drawer. I like that they keep doing them. Like, I don't give a shit that nobody oh. watches them. But I like that they keep doing them. I like the oh, idea yeah, of it. Yeah, I have no problem with them. I, I just was surprised. Like, I don't watch any uh network comedies right so like i i never i hardly watch anything network at all that's not like you know cooking shows or whatever so i get very little of what's on and that's just a surprise to me uh the halftime show was fantastic so give it to them yeah uh variety sketch series a black lady sketch show all right this is where we need to do a show rich yeah 
Well, this is honestly like I know the episodes are like eleven or thirteen minutes, but this is honestly where fucking I think you should leave should be. Yeah, I, not getting the minutia of like what yeah. is where, but yeah, you're one hundred percent right. All right, here we go. Finally, the stuff that we really want to talk about: the performances and the series awards. Skip to one hour and thirty. <laughs> Put in the thing. Fuck it. All right, so starting with Guest Actor in a Comedy Series. The nominees are Gerard Carmichael for SNL. The only SNL uh, hosting nomination I believe we have this entire year, which is uh, rare for that. Uh, Just to show how good the year was. Uh, Bill Hader, Curb Your Enthusiasm. James Lance, Ted Lasso. Nathan Lane, Only Murders in the Building. Christopher McDonald, Hacks. And Sam Richardson, Ted Lasso. Uh, Go ahead. I, I... I cannot choose. <laughs> this is this is a murderer's row. So I'll, I'll talk about the ones that I have experience on. I thought Gerard Carmichael was probably the best male host of SNL this past season. So I'm glad that he is the one that's recognized here. There was another one I was going to point out. Oh, Gyllenhaal. I like Gyllenhaal's episode a lot because Gyllenhaal is kooky enough to just fucking have fun. Um, Nathan Lane, we already talked about. It's been crushing it, absolutely killing it um, on that show. Uh, I have not watched Hacks, but the fact that Kristen McDonald in the year 2022 is getting nominated for big boy awards makes me just so fucking happy. He's always been one of my favorite he's, comedy, one of my favorite character actors in the he's game. He's great. He is yeah. very, very good on that show. Like, he's not even <laughs> he's not even trying to not play Shooter McGavin. Uh, it's great. Why would he? he yeah. I think this is... <sighs> I hope this is was a bullshit headline that I just didn't fucking care to suss out because I think I just mm-hmm. deep down wanted it to be true. Uh, that Christopher McDonald got got pulled over recently for drunk driving. And it was a while ago, I think. It was a while ago, and he told the yeah. cop, "I'm Shooter McGavin." It was in 2017. Yeah, <laughs> recent enough. Fucking right. And then Sam uh, Richardson in Ted Lasso was 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 a, a fucking. Incredible. I forgot it was. I kept forgetting it was. Sam Richardson. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun aside. So I, I liked I liked that it was there. But my vote is of course going to be for Trent Krim, the Independent. Like uh, <laughs> that is like such a perfect. If there's ever a, a, a hint that Ted Lasso is a Bill Lawrence show, it's the character Trent Krim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. It's like he pops up three or four episodes a season, and yep. you're happy that he's there. He's the fucking Todd. Yes, uh, having having before the Simpsons, uh, having finished a full Scrubs watch rewatch, yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Uh, he's he's fucking great, so I love him. <laughs> if uh, if you miss if you miss funny Bill Hader, this episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, he plays three different characters that um, are set out to drive Larry David and Jeff Garland crazy. <laughs> Um, so just, just just honestly, just watch that episode. I know we've talked about Curb, and it's been something that's kind of been like yeah. on your radar. Um, but just, but mainly watch that watch that episode and watch the episodes where John Hamm is shadowing Larry David to play Larry David in the Larry Dave, David movie. I think that's the last, the closest you've gotten to me. Watch it on a previous attempt. Yeah. So yeah, you're getting closer. Is Jeff Garland still on that show? Because isn't he like persona non grata everywhere else now? Um. The the most recent season came out after all that shit, like after he like was officially removed from okay. the Goldbergs, but like it was still kind of out there, like oh he's not allowed on set anymore, so it was like in a gray area. 
they just gotcha. announced that they're going to do another season of Curb. So I guess we'll, we'll find see what out. Happens. It wouldn't <laughs> shock me if he is because like LD just doesn't give a fuck. He um, can, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, this is where uh, Atlanta should have appeared for Liam Neeson. In, I mean, it was like three minutes, yes. but, but fuck seven. it. That was. Yeah. Uh, also, Chet Hanks. Uh, <laughs> uh, guest actress in a comedy series. Holy hacks. <laughs> yeah, dog. I'm telling you. Jane Adams. Hacks. Harriet Sansom Harris. Hacks. Laurie Metcalf. Hacks. Caitlin Olson. Hacks. The other two, uh, Jane Lynch, only winners in the building, and Harriet Walter Ted Lasso. Harriet Walter is, I believe, uh, the mom. Is Rebecca's mom. I was hoping it was Sassy. Well, I fucking love Sassy, but Sassy's never in it enough. No. Um, Uh, And then Jane Lynch is, like, every time she pops up on the show, I'm just like, okay, cool, skip. Um, So, hacks away. uh, Lori Metcalf, um, far and away. Oh, wow, okay. Lori Metcalf is the definition of a heat check performance, but in a series. Hell yeah. Um, That's also great because her and Gene uh, Smart are just like two of like the Mount Rushmore supporting yeah. sitcom characters ever. Absolutely. Also, you call yourself a Gene Smart fan, but you haven't watched Hacks yet. I, and I'll tell you right now, there's some real deal wrestling fans in that writer's room. I, I think I remember hearing or seeing something about that somewhere. There was a clip. There was a uh, there's a scene from this most recent season, but also in the first season, like one of the characters, mom and her, her his, her friend uh, is they're just huge wrestling fans. Um, yeah. And like, whenever they talk about it, they talk about it uh, very, very knowledgeably and very, they're smarks. They're, they're mother smarks. And uh, and it's like, oh, somebody knows their shit there. As I've said many times, it's on the list. Uh, guest actor in a drama series, Adrian Brody, Succession. James Cromwell, Succession. Coleman Domingo, Euphoria. Ariane Moed, Succession. Stewie. Tom Pelfrey, Ozark. And Alexander Skarsgård, Succession. Skarsgård's another uh, guest actor in a comedy series snub for, was it Alexander or Stellan on Atlanta? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think it was, was Alexander. A, there was a scars guard that Van totally fucked up, and he ends up, like, dancing nude and jerking off in a, yeah. like, an Italian bathroom. I'm pretty so. sure it was, it was the same scars guard. I think it was, too. I was like, oh, Alex Skarsgård's having a year. Yeah, because I think it happened, like, very soon very close after when this happened. Because I remember some article was like, yeah. is Skarsgård having, like, the weirdest, coolest year ever? Um, um, I'll tell you right now, I, I, I can't speak to Euphoria or Ozark, um, but three out of the four of the succession nominations aren't that great. Uh, Skarsgård, Skarsgård just plays like this aloof fucking tech billionaire. Adrian mm-hmm. Brody is, I think literally just collecting a pay- paycheck and wanted to go to the Hamptons for free. Um, yeah. uh, Cromwell's fucking Cromwell. Um, but Arian uh, Moyed, uh, Stewie, um, fucking the, the uh, Department of Damage Control officer uh, on Marvel now. Uh, that dude rocks. I love that dude. Uh, he's great Enjoy. and should win it. Um, uh, Adrian Brody should have been nominated here, but not for Succession. Yes, this is what I wanted. Give it to me. He was. He was a good Riles. He was good. Thank you. Thank you, good. God. Thank you, God. Thank you for what? He was good. Just letting that happen. Yeah, I'm coming around on Paul Dano too. What do you want to make of it? 
I didn't even know that was a thing. I just didn't care for him. Who are you anymore? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Paul Dano, and you watched 500 episodes of The Simpsons in a half a year. Um, Probably more than, no, over 600. I fucking rounded down for symmetry. Fuck you. <laughs> um, No, but like for real, uh, fucking Jason Siegel and uh, uh, Adrian Brody are Siegel, really I believe. Fu- Siegel's Westfall, right? Yeah, he's Paul yeah. Westfall. Yeah, Siegel, I, um, Siegel, I, I believe. <laughs> Tracy Letts is also really good on it as well, but but it's 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 all about fucking um, Siegel and and Brody. They're they're fucking great together. Gotcha. Um, uh, Coleman it's, Coleman it's, Domingo it bums me out that we're not gonna be able to see like head coach Riley because uh, yeah. it the show ends before that happens. Gotcha. Fuck. Is, is that officially not coming back because fuck Discovery Plus? Fuck Discovery. I don't know about that. I, I would probably it's a combination of that and just kind of like how middling it was received. Yeah. And also like there was a lot of co- the controversy about it and stuff. So they yeah. probably just, you know, wash their hands of it yeah. all, all totaled. Uh, Coleman Domingo is absolutely fantastic. I don't remember. So Euphoria, like in between season one and season two, did like <laughs> two like specials that focus on like the two main characters. And one of them is just Zendaya and Coleman Domingo talking in a diner for 45 minutes, essentially. Um, and he fucking crushes. He's going to have a year. He's probably one of the front runners for best actor this year for okay. um, some, I don't remember the name of it, but it's some historical biopic. Uh, he, everything that he is in, he turns to gold. So, okay. I know he's, I know he's very popular on one of those walking dead offshoots as well. He's like the main, you know, personality that's, that's yeah. came from that. So shout out to Coleman Domingo. Uh, guest actress in a drama series, Hope Davis, Succession, Marsha Gay Harden, The Morning Show, Martha Kelly, Euphoria, Sinan Lathan, Succession, Harriet Walter, Succession, and Lee Yu Mi, Squid Game. Uh, I wish um, somebody would have, uh, I, I, so I had to look up to see if that was the Martha Kelly that I had in my head, and it is. It is. That's how you're going to get me to watch uh, Euphoria. No, it won't, because this nomination boggles my oh, mind. Really? Okay, well, never mind. <laughs> it so she's not she's just martha kelly yeah she's playing like spoiler alert like a drug lord okay yeah i I would personally give the nomination here to chloe cherry um who is basically she plays like a friendly crackhead uh and she's absolutely sensational on that show and she comes from the world of like hardcore porn and she's wonderful um that's only inside. Oh, and also Lee Yumi would be my vote because she was very, very affecting um, in her basically one episode. She's kind of throughout the first couple episodes as a minor character, but when she really shines in her spotlight episode of uh, Squid Game, she's absolutely sensational. Maybe the second or third best performance on that entire show. Um, <coughs> why don't you take it away for all the succession of it all? Any of them. They're great. Um, <laughs> but for real, like... It, I, the show can the, the show doesn't have any fucking weak, weak links it's it's remarkable um also for guest actor and drama series uh, uh all, i mentioned him before but would have loved to have seen nathan lane for gilded age in that as well oh, yes. um i don't uh, i don't know if i'm serious about that but i don't know i like him more than fucking uh the cromwell yeah I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anybody from Stranger Things that would technically count here, right? Because basically everybody is like of regular. Like there's nobody that you know is significant yeah. enough. Yeah, it's hard to tell because that cast is literally like a football team. Right. Um, 
we got supporting actor in a limited series or movie, Murray Bartlett, The White Lotus, Jake Lacey, The White Lotus, Will Poulter, Dope Sick, Seth Rogen, Pam and Tommy, Peter Sarsgaard, Dope Sick, Michael Stolberg, Dope Sick, Steve Zahn, The White Lotus. Just give it to Rogen for being different, huh? Uh, I was going to say, give it to Zahn for still working. Steve Zahn, uh, as I like to call him, Sean William Scott Prime. <laughs> Like, come on, why not? What else is anyone yeah. doing? Seth Rogen, here's a prediction. Here's a fucking hot prediction. Uh, Seth Rogen's going to win an Oscar for the Fablemans. I, so my my twin weird boy Oscar YouTube channel. <laughs> I should have pitched that a different way. Okay. Been talk, you know, I'm, I'm preparing for the fall season and listening to them and reading all the trades and stuff. And everyone's talking about all these different, like, performances in the Fablemans. I'm like, what if Rogen just <laughs> fucking going for it in it and have you seen he got, american, he got some buzz he got some buzz for jobs Amer- so have you seen american pickle no and now i can't because it's not on hbo max in the first place fuck you discovery plus did they really take that off yeah they took it off god fucking damn it well yeah. he showed some chops in it i mean I, he's he's had his moments yeah. and i would not be surprised so give it to rogan let, let him have a banner year uh, supporting actress uh, in a also, limited. Also, sorry to, to cut in. Um, mm-hmm. uh, our friend Justin Swinson is in a, a, one of our group chats, uh, just reminiscing about <laughs> this weekend last year. And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, what did he say? Uh, hopped on a plane after watching Mullet down a slinger. Hall of Fame, twenty four hours. <laughs> What's up, Justin? Uh, is anybody that we know going to the show this weekend? Not that I know of. Yeah. Company's dead. Supporting actress in a limited series or movie. <laughs> Connie Britton, the White Lotus. Mistress Jason Manzoukas, <laughs> the White Lotus. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge, the White Lotus. Alexander Daddario, the White Lotus. Oh, God. We're, we're going to have to make this, some decisions in this category. <laughs> Caitlin Dever, Dope Sick. Natasha Rothwell, the White Lotus. Sydney Sweeney, the White Lotus. Mar Winningham, Dope Sick. <clears throat> I think my wife's headphones are in. So how do you choose between Alexander Daddario and Sydney Sweeney in this category? It's like... Impossible. So, I don't really know enough about Sydney Sweeney. I, I apparently I do. It's a euphoria, right? Yes. Okay. And this. Um, and this. So I can. Yeah, there you go. Knock out four birds with one stone. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> you just cleared your throat like Pacino. <laughs> but I gotta, I gotta stay loyal to uh, the Dario man. Sure. Although I, um, Natasha Rothwell, she's very entertaining in whatever she does. I've, so as somebody that's on my my movie podcast been like astronomically critical of Jennifer Coolidge and everything she's ever done, <laughs> apparently she is like re, like a revelation on The White Lotus. Okay. Huh. So I, I would not be surprised if she ends up being the winner here. Yeah. Uh, supporting actor in a comedy series. Holy shit. We're going to need some time on this one. Anthony Kerrigan, Barry, Brett Goldstein, Ted Lasso, Toheem Jamo, Ted Lasso, Nick Mohammed, Ted Lasso, Tony Shalhoub, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, because he just refuses to not be here, Taylor, James Williams, Abbott Elementary, Henry Winkler, Barry, Bowen Yang, Saturday Night Live. This is a group of human beings. <laughs> and and, and the, 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 the wonderful fucked up thing about it is it's going to be Shalhoub. No, it won't be Shalhoub. You know it's going to be Shalhoub. No, I think you know they can't help themselves. 
this this will be Goldstein because I think Goldstein has officially become like like that like Roy Ken has become a character that like that show is known for for a show yeah. that's called Ted Lasso like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everyone knows he's here he's there he's every fucking where he's yeah and and he fucking I have literally there's nothing I enjoy more than getting baked and ending my night just watching a ten minute compilation of fucking of Roy Kent's quotes. It's amazing. There's also a great, uh, very quaint uh, 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 Funko makes it uh, Ted Lasso uh, uh, tabletop game that Sam and I have been playing. That's just a lot of fun. You have to like work together to like solve these problems and it's just a lot of fun. So check it out. Um, Interesting no beard here because beard was nominated before, correct? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, there's only so many you can fucking do, you know? One Sam definitely had a more of a focus this year. The Sam nomination, I yeah. love Sam, but it's mm-hmm. kind of shocking. Nick Muhammad is another shocking one because, again, that's not a comedic performance this season at all because yeah. he just I mean, becomes a straight-up fucking asshole. asshole. Yeah. And, but and, it's, a wonderful, it's a wonderful performance, and that's what I was referring to, I think, earlier. Yes. Yeah. Of like, well, same thing with Winkler. Winkler, yeah. Winkler's – oh, God, Winkler's so good. Um, um, Bowen Yang has a great cameo on the other two. That's okay. Pretty good. Um, God damn it! I'm just remembering the penultimate episode of the season, the second season of the other two, and it's it's like you. However, you feel about the show leading up to whether you love it, whether you hate it, whether you are conflicted about it on the fence, make it to episode nine of season two. Okay, that's that's all I could say. Good to know. Um, uh, uh, Tyler James Williams on Abbott Elementary. He's he's the gym of the show. Sure. Um, so, no Brian Tyree Henry here hurts. Mm-hmm. Who's who? Yeah. I felt was the highlight of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically season three of Atlanta. Yeah. Considering Darius didn't have much of anything to do this year. Nope. Uh, but yeah, it, to me, it's Goldstein. And it, we talked about Kerrigan earlier, where you know. He's still great being the comedic relief, but even this season, they relied on him to handle even more heavy lifting. And he still was great in what he, they gave him, so mm-hmm. shout out to him. Uh, any other snubs or people that are missing here? None that come to mind right now or that I wrote down. Yeah, same. Uh, supporting actress in a comedy series. Nominees are Alec Borstein, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh, Hannah Einbinder. Axe, Janelle James, Abbott Elementary, Kate McKinnon, SNL, Sarah Niles, Ted Lasso, Cheryl Lee Ralph, Abbott Elementary, Juno Temple, Ted Lasso, Hannah Waddingham, Ted Lasso. Hannah Waddington like really boggles my mind that we're still considering her supporting. Like Yeah, I thought you were gonna say Hannah Waddingham, it it boggles my mind how she hasn't been like a fucking superstar before this. Oh, true. She's like, also like a like a classically trained like singer. Like, like yeah, yeah. Like uh, in any world that we follow, how have we not heard of her? The first, how was the first thing I saw her in was the the shame nun in Game of Thrones. Like yeah. fucking bonkers. <laughs> um. I'll I'll tell you right now, it wouldn't shock me if Janelle James wins for Abbott Elementary. Okay. Because, um, I mean, the show's got a lot of momentum. Um, it's going to be ramping up for season two soon. And she was definitely one of the kind of uh, 
breakout stars of the show mm-hmm. to the extent that the show's had any breakout stars because no one else has really been in anything else yet as that I, yeah. at least i've seen um but and also uh as far as a snub would go i would say natasha leon for um uh rushing doll um, i thought she was the lead is she not the lead in that was this supporting this is supporting this yeah, supporting I'm, yeah okay. forget what i said sorry but you're fine i'm hot uh uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph, I would also not be surprised. I don't know how she is on that show, but she's very much like she's been in sitcoms and in things for like our entire lives. And I don't know if she's ever been like recognized or nominated for anything. Yeah. Um. So she's like, you know, kind of that lifetime achievement of like, you're here. You know, I could see that. But this is, again, probably Hannah wanting them. Um, Sarah Niles, that that nomination kind of surprises me a little bit. Again, I, I, I liked it, but I didn't think it was anything significant enough to be like nominated um so i mean good i'm never gonna bemoan anything ted lasso getting nominated but uh but yeah uh supporting actor in a drama series nominees are nicholas braun succession billy crudup the morning show kiernan culkin succession park hey so squid game matthew mcfadden or is it just mcfadden and they spelled McFadden. it wrong yeah yeah no, succession it's, yeah it's spelled right it's just, it's it's just spelled like right. fucking uh, the scottish or some shit i don't know John Turturro, Severance, Christopher Walken, Severance, Oh Young Sue, Squid Game. Uh, I'll just say my piece so you can let all your favorites duke it out here because you have like six of them. Uh, yep. Oh, oh <laughs> Young Sue on Squid Game was absolutely great as as player one, the old man. God damn it, what a what a tour de force that that guy gave. Um, <clears> so <throat> he'd be my vote, but there's no way he's going to win against this murderer's row. <laughs> Of talent. <laughs> whoever whoever wins this, it'll be so fucking hard earned. Uh did Crudup I, win this last time? Crudup has won this for the morning show. And let okay. me tell you, he is a psychopath on that show. I, uh, I have never liked Billy Crudup in anything. <laughs> he is so. he is worth watching the show for because he is just on planet nine. He wow. is yeah, he is just he is Malkoviching the shit out of that show. <clears throat> in that he is leaning in to Mark Duplass's ear and telling him, I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> they think I'm a good fucking actor. <laughs> um, and Mark Duplass is like, everyone's making so much more money than me. But I'm still better than my brother, Jay. <laughs> um. Yeah, who'd have thought? Uh, um, uh, oh God, who'd have thought Benny Safdie would be the Mark Duplass of the Safdie brothers? <laughs> I was seeing so Liquor's Pizza is just on Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, so I, I just watched it again that. the other day. Yeah, I watched it, and I was just like thinking that I was like, how fucking dare this one brother just start acting things? And I was like, who? And I Mark Duplass was totally yeah. just. I mean, Jay's been in of. things, but. I mean, yeah. Mark's, Mark's clearing away. Um, if you had one vote here, if you had, one to, vote? If you, if you yeah. had a vote, who were you picking here? Uh, and if that vote couldn't be to have John Turturro and Christopher Walken win together, because in all sincerity, that is a joint performance between the mm-hmm. two of them. Um, and I, I, I wish you knew what I meant uh, by that, but it, it, they're, they're so fucking good on severance. One vote though, mm-hmm. Kieran Culkin. I figured for maybe the performance of the year 
of realizing during an emergency meeting that he just texted a picture of his cock to his dad who was at the table. <laughs> See, this should be in best comedy. <laughs> the, all these lines of, are blurred. Succession's a fucking comedy. Like, hands down, <laughs> Succession's a fucking comedy. <clears throat> um, um, but, like, no if ands, buts about it. You can't fucking watch Brian Cox's performance and tell me this, this is not a comedy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So. Kieran Culkin. Up next, supporting actor. Or did well, you have what, real quick, I, I, I do have. I do have a list. So one of the things I feel like that um gets forgotten on Euphoria is how good some of the supporting actor performances are, particularly in this last season. And there are three um that are never going to make it past you know the Succession and uh, yeah. Severance crowd. But Jacob Elordi is. Like the most psychopathic, crazy villain on television. Okay, maybe one of the top five ever. That guy terrifies the fucking shit out of me. Okay. okay. Um, uh, Eric Dane gave an amazing, amazingly vulnerable uh, performance as Jacob Elordi's dad this past season. So shout out to him. And then he'll never get nominated for anything because he's basically just being himself. But Angus Cloud as fucking Fez is maybe my favorite character on television. Is is that the guy who did the, the A24 podcast with? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Fez is the reason why I want you to watch the show. Okay. Uh, because you will just gush and fall in love with him just like I have. And every scene that he has with Maude Apatow is like, I want you two to exist in real life and be together and resoundingly convince me that love is real. Um that's that's all I'll say about that. Um, but yeah, they're never gonna make it past any any of these um, <laughs> against Christopher sure. Walken, like no. an yeah. egot threat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, also uh, some other uh, guest uh, snubs. I'm I'm just remembering now. Um, one uh, fuck me for saying I remembered. Okay, one is Eric Roberts on the Righteous Gemstones. Uh, okay. uh, another one is uh, Eric Andre. Uh, or the Righteous Gemstones. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, another one is Shit Fuck. Um, it was another one of the shows that won't break, can't break through, won't break through, can't stop, won't stop. Mm-hmm. Morning show, no. Uh, uh, oh, fuck. It'll come to me. Uh, I do have, I just realized from seeing mm-hmm. this, there's no better call Saul here. So oh. no Gene Carlo Esposito. No Jonathan Banks is a perennial nominee. And also, um, no Tony Burton. I think that's the character's name, or the actor's name. Will it will it be nominated next time around? Next year, I was gonna ask you the same question because I don't okay. know how I those like because I, I, I know can't that remember was what Mad earlier. We read it earlier, but yeah, it's still I can't remember still. what they did for Mad Men, because Mad Men basically did well, Mad yeah. Men was different. Mad Men was like a whole year, whereas right. this, it was like within the same year. I don't know how they judge it. But, but um, it's still the same season. It's Yeah, weird. I don't know. But the guy that plays Lalo Salamanca, um, oh, yeah. when I left off with it, um, oh, Tony I could already tell. Oh, Tony Dalton, not Tony. Tony, yeah. Burton's, Tony Burton's Duke from Rocky. Uh, <laughs> fucking let him win awards. He's alive. <laughs> He's great. He beats Stanley Kubrick in chess. Uh, Tony Dalton yes. is like has fully formed that character mm-hmm. and like everything I see online about what I'm missing is just everyone being like, how is this character somehow become like possibly the best breaking bad universe villain? 
Actually, like, how is that even possible? <laughs> in the next category, we have Better Call Saul. So yeah, that, that's a, yeah, that's what I don't know what's it. going on. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what's going on. It's just, that's, I mean, that's that's not right. If that's the, case. I mean, <clears throat> Succession and Severance are just so fucking strong. Yeah, and then you have two Squid Games. Park Hae is, um, I guess you would consider him as like four villains on Squid Game. He's like the troubled best friend of the main character. Um, and I I just didn't buy him at all. So that that performance surprises me. But, or that so nomination surprises me. The but. A24 podcast that I just referenced, uh, yeah. just because I've been meaning to fucking say this since you brought it up the first time, that Harry Potter reunion special. Um, mm-hmm. I would rather, actually, I would gladly a billion times uh, uh, rather listen to the A24 podcast with Daniel Radcliffe and the Daniels directing team. Um, (laughs) Because I also didn't realize until I was listening to that podcast, one, they're great friends and they spend like the first 15 minutes talking about Cheesecake Factory. Um, And two, (laughs) uh, that Daniels did Swiss Army Man. Yeah. Which I fucking love. Um, Not that I needed to be sold anymore because I still haven't fucking seen everything everywhere yet. But that that podcast is also another great fucking episode. And I also just recently listened to an episode where it was uh, Willem Dafoe and Isabella Rossellini just just zooming together. Um, That was also great. That was just that was a that was an incredibly pleasant conversation. Well, what a sentence. Supporting actress in a drama series, uh, Patricia Arquette, Severance, Julia Garner, Ozark, Young Ho Yoon, Squid Game, Christina Ricci, Yellow Jackets, Rhea Seahorn, finally, Better Call Saul, J. Smith Cameron, Succession, Sarah Snook, Succession, Sydney Sweeney, Euphoria. Uh, you said you have not watched Yellow Jackets, right? Correct, but I know people fucking love it. Yeah, yeah, everyone's everyone's over the moon about it. I just wanted to, to be sure it's you know Showtime. Yeah. They have one every year. Uh, I, I mean, speaking of Christina Ricci, though, I can't wait for the the uh, Wednesday Netflix series, uh, which she will be on. I'm looking yeah. forward to it, man. I don't know. I, I couldn't read that face exactly. It's Burton, right? Um, I think Tim Burton is like the like, yes, but you know who's playing Gomez and Morticia, right? Uh, I know uh, Gomez is um fucking uh, what's his name. Oh, uh, uh, Luis Guzman. Fucking yeah. wrap it up right there. Which is great. Who's Morticia? Oh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Like, <laughs> let's fucking go. Hey, and, Louis Guzman. And, Good for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, they, they, there's, if you look on the cast listing, there's no Uncle Fester. So you know we're getting some sort of surprise, some sort of Ooh. nice stunt casting. Interesting. Yeah. Who would you cast to play an Uncle Fester right now? Who would I cast to play yeah. Uncle Fester right now? Oh boy, that's a fucking Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> um, I would cast uh, Mike Mitchell from the Doughboys podcast. In before it's sadly James Corden. Uh, who do you got here? Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah. Um, it it better be Rhea Seahorn. I swear to God. Yeah, she's she's very much in that uh, that Anthony Starr uh, Homelander like category of just like there's not a better facial actor on the yeah. planet female than Rhea mm-hmm. Seymour. Um, 
uh, Julia Garner is always great on Ozark. Uh, yeah. Sydney, Sydney Sweeney had her breakout year on Euphoria and was great. I'm a little sad to see Maude Apatow not here, particularly for the last two episodes of that season. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Sarah Snook, you'll be able to give this to any year. Jay Smith Cameron is is great. Um, and uh, Patricia Arquette also gives um, a, a, a hell of a performance. But like, <laughs> anyone on that show is going to just by the way that the show is structured you get to fucking really like flex and mm-hmm. do shit so like severance is also just set up to just win a shit ton of fucking acting emmys as well but again that'll be there that'll be there for for as long as that show runs gotcha television movie what a category this is this is incredible this is this a is, fever dream this is not real um <laughs> Uh, this category is out of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> I was literally just about the reference when I said uh, with Yellow Jacket Showtime, there's always one. And I was going to say, remember all those years Ray Donovan was here? And it's still here! Ray Donovan, the movie! Ray Donovan won't die. So, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Disney+, Plus, Ray Donovan, the movie, Showtime, Reno 911, The Hunt for QAnon on Paramount+, Plus. The Survivor on HBO uh, and Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas, the Roku channel, which speaking of the Roku channel, how the fuck is anybody, how the fuck is any of us going to watch the Weird Al movie, man? So, so here's, an honest exactly. goodness, here's an honest to goodness question. I still have an old Roku that was always in like my guest bedroom. Is the Roku channel just on that still? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that I works. Yes, I would hope so. Like, like I got my the- mom a Roku for Mother's Day. And if she sees the Weird Al movie before I do, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Also, it was the best fucking gift I've ever gotten anybody ever. I was gonna say, I don't know if you're the worst son of all time or the best son of all time. Oh, she knows exactly why I did it, and she thanked me for it. Once she realized, she's like, "This is the best thing you've ever gotten me." It's like "Hmm, I want to make sure my mom can stream, but I don't feel like spending a (laughs) hundred dollars. Also, the main thing was because I I I, I wanted to make it as simple as fucking possible, so I got the. Dumb the, the the dumbest proof remote. <laughs> the dumb person version. Yeah, I wasn't gonna get her a fucking Apple TV or a no. fucking. I got my mom a fire. I got my mom a fire stick, and she imme- she immediately went and bought cable two weeks later. <laughs> True story. See, you got to set them up with like their accounts and stuff. So, like when I set oh, I set it up. It up. I did. I set it up. Logged her into everything. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah. She well, also this this was this was like than your mom. Of course, this is like three or four months after my mom gave somebody access to her Amazon for three hours, and then we had to cancel all of her cards. Uh, okay, uh, I was gonna say, don't say of course like it's that easy. And then you said that, and so I'm like, okay, well, yeah. um, Chip and Rescue down. Rangers by a mile. I just I I I thought of the men's warehouse joke in the movie, and it, the other day, and it made me giggle because <laughs> I I just love to say that as well. Um, I'm so happy that my daughter loves that movie so much. When we so when we came home from um, a, like a little mini vacation with my mom this past weekend, Sam and I ran some errands. They stayed back, and they're like, "We watched Chippendale." And my mom had forgotten that the first time we watched it was with my mom. And my mom was like, "Was this based off of a show?" I'm like, "Yeah, I watched it as a kid." She goes, "No, you didn't." I go, "Yes, I fucking did. I think I remember of over you, lady." Um, and they both enjoyed it just the same. Jillian's seen it like yeah. five or six times. It's it's great Me for too. all ages. Um, it's great for all states of, of being as well. Um, uh, I, I, so 
I don't think I told you this. I watched Reno 911, The Hunt for QAnon. You did not tell me. You're not telling me a, a lot of things you watch nowadays, Rich. Medical leave got weird, man. Um, <laughs> it looks, it's, I, when I tell you the morning that they announced these nominees, that when I saw that, my, like, of all the nominees, my jaw hit the floor when I saw this movie <laughs> fucking nominated. It was not made to do this. They probably don't even know they're nominated. They're nominated. <laughs> Is this the first? Uh, you figure Robert Bangarant and Thomas Lennon have written so much garbage. Yeah. They, Is this their first nomination, probably? <laughs> They've never been nominated for anything, but that's probably. It's, it's, it's totally possible. Uh, it was fun. It's got a lot of fun, familiar faces on it, and it's, it's a fun way to kill. Uh, like, oh, I'm just fucking up. I have insomnia. Let me just put something dumb as fuck on that I don't have to think about. This is that. It also had the budget of one of our seasons of Generation. <laughs> Great. Like, Shout it out to looks, Center Stage. It looks put together with cardboard. <laughs> like, they they didn't rent it because it's all, they go on a QAnon cruise. And, like, they didn't, like, <sighs> The boat clearly never left dock. I don't think they had possession of the whole boat. I think it may have been a day cruise they all just bought tickets to. And brought they, gorilla, they gorilla shot it like that weird uh, horror movie in Disneyland a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it it is it is fucking insane that that was fucking nominated. It just goes to and show I know you. no one else is going to talk about it because no one else probably fucking watched it. I didn't know it was a I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, I only knew it was a thing because it would they would advertise it on Paramount Plus when I would go in to watch Survivor or football or whatever. And 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 they, like they probably didn't even have to make that movie because no one. I'm the only one that watched it. It's a so, fake movie. So funny. We're talking movies and we're talking comedy. I think Comedy Central and Paramount Plus. I noticed there is absolutely zero South Park here between hmm. like all of their movies and specials. I haven't watched any. <laughs> Because it's just, I, I'm just, I feel like I'm just past the point, and I don't yeah, trust same. them nowadays. Um, I did see some clips on YouTube of some of like the uh, the post COVID stuff they did with like Cartman being like an adult and now Jewish, and I was like intrigued, and then I was like, but I'm not. So I just, yeah. it's interesting to see them not here, but the Reno 911 movie here, and that immediately make like, and what you're saying about it immediately reaffirms yeah. I'm never going to see any of those ever. So. Also, just that that uh, this is like peak 1999 Comedy Central. I'm pretty sure Jiminy Glick is coming up for a nomination soon here. I love that. Um, oh, you know, I love that. <laughs> but one more time about that. Um, That's better. Yeah. You, the first one was too, too was too Harvey. You got it. Yeah. 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 Uh, competition program. The Amazing Race. Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. Uh, Amazing Race on CBS. Lizzo's on Amazon Prime Video. Nailed it on Netflix, RuPaul's Drag Race, VH1, Top Chef, Bravo, and The Voice, NBC. Nailed it. Always nailed it. Uh, I will uh, say, I'm, I'm, I listened to, I didn't watch it, but I listened to uh, an interview with Lizzo. I didn't really mm -hmm. engage much with Lizzo. You know, heard, yeah, heard the songs a few times. Um, I, uh, I, 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 I've been listening to the, uh, 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 oh, what is it? Awards Chatter Podcast with Scott Feinberg. He get, mm -hmm. I, I pick and choose uh, who I listen to. Some good, really good guests on there. And he had Lizzo on. I fucking love Lizzo now. She's good. she's wonderful. I hope she wins. But you're right. It's going to be, uh, hopefully, well, I still haven't watched Nelda, but I know people love it. 
Yeah. Well, and Amazing Race is a perennial. You should, if you're binge watching 29 seasons of Simpsons, fucking go back and watch Amazing Race. If you like Survivor, I think you'll dig it. Well, no, because um, I'm going to start uh, South Park from the beginning uh, after. Are you really? No, no, <laughs> no. I, I am toying around because I'm, you know, I'm coming. I'm, I'm about to catch up because seasons are at, uh, Simpsons are at season 33 now. So I'm shocked you haven't done the Survivor thing yet. I started it. Yeah. Um, and the first it gets, it, it's the, the it's it's hard it's growing pains yeah um yeah. <clears throat> but i i've been toying around with uh, uh starting archer from the beginning hmm, interesting yeah. interesting anyway, uh variety, variety talks here yeah, go ahead. Uh, the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Comedy Central, Jimmy Kimmel Live, ABC, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, HBO, Late Night with Seth Meyers, NBC, Late Show with Stephen Colbert, CBS. Uh, Fuck I mean, you, Jimmy just, Fallon. <laughs> um, uh, uh, please refer to uh, the, what we said earlier about uh, John Oliver. Yeah. Uh, we got lead actress in a limited series or movie, Tony Collette, The Staircase, Julia Garner, Inventing Anna, Lily James, Pam and Tommy, Sarah Paulson, Impeachment, American Crime Story, Margaret Qualley, Maid, and Amanda Seyfried, The Dropout. Uh, I, Sarah Paulson was not Monica Lewinsky, so that immediately makes me concerned about watching that ever, and I thought Beanie Feldstein was was probably going to be pretty good in that, but I guess Sarah Paulson has it in her contract that she's always just the lead. Um, I mean, I'm going to go with Lily James just based off of looks alone. That's that's going to be, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, and also I just I haven't watched the any of the any other. of these. Yeah. I mean, again, the staircase is also on my queue on HBO, but yeah. A lead mm-hmm. actor in a limited series of movie. Colin Firth, The Staircase, Andrew Garfield, Under the Banner of Heaven, Oscar Isaac, Scenes from a Marriage, Michael Keaton, Dope Sick, Hamish Patel, Station Eleven, Sebastian Stan, Pam and Tommy. Um, I'm intrigued by the Under the Banner of Heaven show, but I didn't hear much about it. It gave me like a little bit of a true detective vibe. I heard it was good um, yeah. from uh, uh, a trusted source. Um, also, we're just Garfield. pulling for the Andrew Garfield EGOT. Uh, we're, we're all just pulling for it. He hasn't won anything yet, so he hasn't I know, won something. So it's but starts. he and well should. He's he's talented. He can get them all. He's, he's got he's got the skill set to do it. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, apparently, Oscar Isaac uh, in scenes from a marriage. Apparently, that is uh, some steamy stuff. Mm. Um, and I would like to see uh, Hamish Patel win for Station Eleven. Um, just because I feel like the Station Eleven. Love needs to be given wherever it can. Um, haven't heard much about Colin Firth in the staircase. Uh, I mean, Keaton's always great, but you know, it's, it's probably gonna be Keaton it's based Keaton. on everything. Doing Keaton. Yeah, it's gonna be Keaton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lead actress in a comedy series, Rachel Brosnahan, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary, Kaylee Cuoco, the flight attendant, Elle Fanning, the great. And Issa, Issa Rae, Rae Insecure and Jean Smart for Hacks, who will win, as she probably should. Um, I think she should win. Quinta Brunson is the uh like star, everything for that show, right? Creator, uh showrunner, every, you're right, everything. Custodian. Um, show. Yeah. Um, and also just like very good and, and consistently big on Twitter. Um, so it wouldn't shock me if she wins for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, also you got Issa Rae in the last season of Insecure depending on you know how they feel about that I, I wouldn't um, yeah so should be Gene Smart 
could be Quinta Bronson. Um, I don't know if you would consider Zazie Beat. I think she's been nominated in supporting previously, but mm-hmm. I do think her arc on Atlanta was interesting yeah, enough to potentially be here. Um, I'm fine with uh, no Selena Gomez here. Yes. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think she gets better as the show goes along, but mm-hmm. that show is Steve Martin and, and Martin Shores. Yeah. We'll get to here in a second. Yeah. Um, Sarah Goldberg. Oh, I didn't even fucking realize that. So that, that that's maybe the epitome. Me. That's maybe the she and she's been previously nominated. Um, again, I think it's supporting. Uh, yeah, that's the epitome. Like we talked about with Nick Muhammad earlier, of like yeah. a dramatic performance in a comedy series. That I'm like, okay, yeah, that deserves to be recognized. God, so good. Yeah, her free and I've been very critical of her in in past conversations about Barry. And that and I think we've discussed it. Like, there's times where. I don't know if she's an even better actress than we give her credit for because there's times I feel like when she's acting on the show as an actress that she's not very good to show. Like, I think there's multiple layers there that I just never gave her credit for. But her as herself in this past season was, I think, arguably maybe my favorite performance of the entire season. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So good, Uh, good call out there. Also, Elle Fanning on The Great is is very good. Elle Fanning is like a really good actress. Uh, and, okay. And buy, buy stock in Elle Fanning. Um, I still got it so from Super 8. There you go. Uh, lead actor in a comedy series. Uh, oh, boy. Donald Glover for Atlanta. Bill Hader for Barry. Nicholas Holt for The Great. Steve Martin, Only Murders in the Building. Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building. And Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. Great googly moogly. I mean, some big, some big hitters here. If I'm if I'm Nicholas Holt, I'm like shitting my pants because I have loved Nicholas Holt for a long, long time. He's um, awesome. Uh, I mean, fucking, I don't go back to what was it about a boy? Was he in that? But is that you know, him? I think that was I him. No, but I mean, fucking skins. Uh, fucking what was that Mad zombie? Max. Uh, this, this Mad Max. What was the zombie? Warm, movie he was warm, in? Bodies. warm bodies. He's great. In warm bodies. Um, beast. Beast. Yep. Uh, fucking love Nick Holt, man. Uh, yeah. good, good on you. Uh, you had, you had some, uh, uh, and I don't disagree with you, uh, but you had some thoughts about Donald Glover being nominated here. Yeah, it's preposterous. He does absolutely nothing the entire season. <laughs> I honestly, like after I said it, I thought about it. I was like, am I just being harsh because it was a fresher wound of like being disappointed about this third season of Atlanta? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, let's boil it down. He's at the most in five of the 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of those five episodes, I think he maybe is in one scene of two or three of them. And then the other two episodes, he does absolutely nothing. He is literally straight manning it almost. Not that he's never been not straight manning it, but at the very least on Atlanta, he has been used as kind of that fish out of water reactor, like reacting to the craziness around him and heightening the situation in very, very fun and dramatic ways. He, of anything that gets nominated, performance-wise, he would be last on my list. He's a blow Chet Hanks for me. Because he didn't, he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, on a, to a lesser extent, Hater, of course, is doing stuff. But I also feel like Hater, Hater has two or three moments in the season where he's having this, like, insane breakdown right and it's it's great 
but I feel like that's the only significant thing that he does. There's just long stretches of him just surrounded by the, the world that he's in. I was going to say and, the show, the show is happening around him. Yeah. So, and it, like, you're not getting, I feel like it was almost necessary because Barry as a character, the whole season is just on the ledge mm-hmm. and he's already got one and a half foot off and it's about to be over. For well, him. and, and also like, this is the season where he actually has to sit and stew in the consequences of, of his actions instead of, how he's always been able to get yeah. the fuck out of there and, yeah. and, and all the different paths that he has sent all these people down, you know, it, uh, it was a thought that I had in the finale of the boys, which made me realize like how good that show is at like establishing well-defined relation, well-defined unique relationships between each mm-hmm. character. Yes. And and th- this is another show that that does that is Barry like each character mm-hmm. that 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 can interact with each other. Like, well, actually, no, that's not what impressed me most about this past season. What impressed me most about this last season is the structuring of how <clears throat> everyone that eats shit also passes that shit down in just as harmful a way as they were passed it to yeah and and the way that they structure that out and play that out throughout the season is just mesmerizing yeah i i think my problem with both that and atlanta's past season was i i guess it's kind of not morbid but like i see the end in sight for each Mm -hmm. and yeah it's different from like a dramatic show like breaking bad where you're anticipating what's going to happen and how that all unfolds. Whereas these shows, particularly Barry, mm-hmm. I want to almost see how long they can keep the ball in the air mm-hmm. for it. One of the first um, things I said about Barry was this is not only a, an absolute, almost impossible needle to thread. Yeah. But, and I, and this was particularly, I said this at the end of the first season, but the fact that they were able to keep it up for so long Mm-hmm. That's the impressive feat that that like keeps me the the lizard part of my brain like yeah. watching. Um, and, I just yeah. realized. Um, I just realized somebody uh, for guest actor that should have been recognized. <laughs> Fucking uh, what's her name's dad on Barry? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I forget the fucking what's the what's Henry Winkler what's Gene's ex girlfriend like the the cop that gets killed in season one by Barry. Um, uh, he plays he plays Bunny Colvin on the wire. Um, okay, he uh, was fucking sensational. He was so goddamn good to the point where when the season's over, he kind of gets the focus at the very end of the season just based on the power that he brought to that fucking performance. Yeah. Robert so him not being there. Yes, he's yeah. fucking awesome. Yes, he was also um, in Vacation Friends. And so I've only saw that once, and I was he... very, very inebriated. <laughs> uh, he was the dad paying for the wedding. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yep, that guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that guy um, So this to me boils down to, if I had a vote, uh, it's, for if I'm talking season one only murders, I think Steve Martin is fucking incredible. It's like classic... It's... It's incredible how much they still have their stuff. They don't have their fastballs. He's in his mid mid to late 70s. And they still cast a teenager as his daughter. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, yeah, because it's believable because what he actually fucking did. Steve Martin, Steve Martin, I'm starting to right now. Steve Martin has an 18-inch wang. Steve Martin fucking hangs. Steve Martin. You saying King Tut's 11 soft? Steve Martin is the white Hollywood comedy Virgil. Uh, I want, I want, uh, I want, uh, fucking, uh, kayfabe comedy commentaries, uh, where we're just asking Jan Hooks, uh, how big is Martin Short's dick? Hey, Rob Schneider. Uh, what do you, not Rob, for a bad example. No, I don't yeah. want him on my show notice. No, no, no. Uh, fuck, there's somebody we can't have on the show now. Uh, hey, uh, 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 Victoria uh, Jackson. No shit. Fuck. No, I was trying to think of who the funniest person is to ask about the whole bag. <laughs> hey, Joe Piscopo. <laughs> uh, Ellen Claghorn, hoe bag. Um, hey, John Milheiser. Whereas Martin Short for season two, I think is absolutely fantastic. But Martin would be for yeah, season man. one. That said, Jason Sudeikis has created one of the greatest comedy characters in modern times yeah. and should win this award every single year because we forget also how vulnerable he became this past season as well um, in some of those more emotional scenes. I know some people kind of jumped off a little bit because it got a little too sappy, but fuck them. And that's the fucking show. That's it's the Bill fucking Lawrence show. show. Have you not watched a Bill Lawrence show before? Fuck exactly. off. Yeah. Um, another. Okay, hold on. I need to look at the cast of this one more time, to just to make sure, because I'm not good with uh, names. Apparently, For who? What, okay. what, what show are you okay. looking at? Uh, I was I was trying to remember. So Sarah Niles was uh, uh, doctor. The doctor. The, the doctor. Yes. Yeah. Um, she was in something else this past year that she also was like excellent and that's gonna kill me um uh, yeah but she was so fucking good uh or maybe not maybe i'm just full of shit but don't anyway, do that. um what where were we at uh, just, i mean who 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 be your vote there oh fuck you make me answer i answered i uh, said it'd be either martin or sudeikis uh, i gave two you can give two didn't sudeikis win last year yes also, Steve Martin technically only has one Emmy from writing for the Smothers Brothers. So, oh, really? <laughs> I I looked, and I believe yeah. that is factually correct. So, okay, Steve Martin. Yeah, him and Short are going to split the vote. It's going to be Sedegas. Yeah, uh, lead actress in a drama series: Jodie Comer, Killing Eve; Laura Linney, Ozark; Melanie Linsky, Yellow Jacket; Sandra Oh, Killing Eve; Reese Witherspoon, The Morning Show; Zendaya, Euphoria. Oh yeah, Jody Comer. Okay, who am I thinking of? Jody Balfour. Jody Balfour. Jordan Balfour's wife. Jody Balfour. I, I, just, I just want to say I know who you're talking about. Never mind. Yeah, she's on a uh, Wall Street joke for all mankind, and I don't believe that show was eligible for any Emmys. Let me just do a little Control F here. Is that the um, is that the J.K. Simmons show? No, that's the um, that's the uh, alternate history uh, NASA show. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, um, it's I it's a really fucking good show. Uh, nice. There's no place to talk about it on here, but uh, it's really fucking good and really cool what they do with that show. 
Um, where were we? We lead actress were... in a drama series. Okay. Uh, take it away. <laughs> well, I don't have much. Uh, I, I will say that from what I've gathered from people's uh, responses, everyone was not happy with the way the Killing Eve ended. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Laura Linney knows Ark's always great. Uh, Melinsky and everything I've ever seen her in is great. Uh, Zendaya is our greatest living actress, and uh, she should win this uh, as long as the show exists. Yeah. She is the reason to watch the show. Um, and you will, I will personally deal with whatever bullshit that uh, Sam Levinson puts all those people through because his muse is Zendaya, and whatever she says that he writes just fucking makes sense and sounds great. Yeah. Um, and she will probably win this because she won it when she had even less meaty things to get through mm-hmm. the last time she was nominated for it. So, um, so let me talk about Reese Witherspoon first. Mm-hmm. Um, she is, uh, from, from the first frame of that show, she is chewing up scenery. Um, mm-hmm. that show is, is not an awards show. Uh, it is, it is camp, uh, disguised as prestige television and any nomination that the morning show gets, uh, those people that nominated it did not get that. Um, <laughs> of course they, they, were, they were tricked by the way the show looks. Um, and that said, it's, it's uh, a delicious show and I can't wait for season three. Um, uh, Melanie Linsky as a longtime member of the Melanie Linsky fan club mm-hmm. uh, and, and a stock owner and, and a resident on Linsky Island. Um, Again, still haven't seen Yellow Jackets since we started this podcast. I haven't watched it. Um, but she was who I saw talked about most online when there was chatter mm. and discourse about this show. Um, she's long been a fucking excellent actress, and uh, I, I, I wouldn't count out uh, Melanie Linsky winning here as well. And I, I know the, the, the jokes are always around the Golden Globes honoring like the new hot show that comes out of time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the Golden Globes also kind of do that for first year shows. Do the Emmys have Emmy, sorry, the Emmys yeah. do that with first year shows that have a bit of a buzz to them. Yeah. Um I mean both, and it's not a particularly shows, strong year. Both shows are guilty of jumping the gun and catching up too late, yeah. to be honest. So you know it's really mm-hmm. just kind of a matter of where they pick and choose to do it. Gotcha. Um Lead actor in a drama series, Jason Bateman for Ozark, Brian Cox for Succession, Lee Jung Jae for Squid Game, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Adam Scott for Severance, and Jeremy Strong for Succession. No Sterling K. Brown for the last season of This Is Us. Nope. I'm sure he's crying in his already won Emmy. Yeah. Um, and his, um, uh, oh God, what commercials does he do now? Does he do like Visa or something? Something like that. I thought you were talking about the that honk for Jesus movie he's got coming out that I've seen a thousand commercials for. Yeah. No. Uh, the, the thing. Go ahead. Who you got? Is what oh. I was Yeah. The thing I walk away from Squid Game coming away with is Lee Jung Jae is absolutely a revelation. Okay. He has this thread, a lot of different. Um, attitudes and emotions and character directives and he comes away with it smelling like a fucking rose. He's emotional, he's funny, he's he's 
incredible. And I could honestly see him winning here. Um, so he's the only, I mean, Bob Odenkirk, of course. Yeah. That's kind of like an honorary 15 year as this mm-hmm. one character thing. Here's Bateman's the golden Cinnabon. Great. Yeah. Uh, and you'll, you'll talk about yeah. succession um, severance here. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, Brian Cox and Jeremy Strong. Uh, you couldn't get two more polar opposite acting styles. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll, uh, read clips from any article that uh, decides to uh, uh, highlight those, um, and 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 fuck, they both work because they're both giving credible performances. Uh, and this season <coughs> in particular, Jeremy Strong uh, plays a just a completely uh, an utterly broken man um, who's also still rich, but still is is there's a soul fractured within that human being. <laughs> um, I gotta say though, Adam Scott came to Crazy. fucking came to fucking throw down in Severance. Like, Crazy. I I think he might be far and away, like the the at least like on paper who should win this. What what other dramatic roles has he ever had? He's I can't done think of any. plenty of other dramatic stuff, it, but it's all like indie stuff and stuff that never took off, got off the ground, found an audience. Like he stuff started that was gonna go direct as stuff that was gonna go direct the yeah, stuff was gonna go direct the blockbuster and the blockbuster closed. Yeah, or or just like like had a small art house run and played like a couple C B tier festivals and you yeah. know, nothing came of it. And yeah, and it wasn't until like you know fucking like the party down stepbrothers era that he started like popping off in, in comedies. Sure. So but I mean, good for him, man. Hey, fuck, dude. It, it's it's, oh God, it's it's a great performance. It's like up there with, and I'm not a fucking Amy Adams fan by any means, but like mm-hmm. with what Amy Adams does in Arrival, when you think about like what wow. she has to do in that movie, acting wise, mm-hmm. it's it's on par with that. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you've continued to convince me that it's at the top of my list. Uh, limited series, Dope Sick, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, and The White Lotus. I think we've effectively discussed most of these throughout the show, and I think the only one that you've watched is Pam and Tommy. Yeah, and I wouldn't... Vote for it. Vote <laughs> it's for not... it, no. Yeah, it was, it's not... I don't regret the time I, I spent watching it. Um, I wish there was more Nick Offerman in it, but if, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm surprised it was even there. Yeah. Based on what I heard. Yeah. Uh, I could see White Lotus is winning this just based off of you know, it's, buzz it's probably either that. It's probably either that or dope sick. Yeah. Um, comedy series. Series. Go ahead. Uh, Abbott Elementary, ABC, Barry, HBO, Curb Your Enthusiasm, HBO, Hacks, HBO, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Amazon Prime Video, Only Murders in the Building, Hulu, Ted Lasso, Appy, Apple, Appy Plus TV, and What We Do in the Shadows with a big. I mean, you could also throw snubs for the whole cast of What We Do in the Shadows as well. Um, yeah. Like Matt Barry's a, a fucking. G- performing genius um fucking uh harvey guillen is an incredible like glue guy on that cast who is actually getting to do some really badass things uh this this current season um yeah uh so snubs all around for that but also mm-hmm. uh so excited to see them uh nominated here with with the likes of these shows yeah. um 
I have to ask uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. We're just at the point where women are in comedy now, right? Like, like has she met Roseanne yet? Like, is it what the fuck? I don't think it's time jumping like for all mankind, where they're like skipping a decade each season. Jesus Christ! But dude, also, Christ. I know it feels like it. Um, um uh, who'd you pick? I almost want hacks to win just so it doesn't get fucking canceled because i'm i'm scared shitless for that show is um, it is it hbo or is it just on max it's it's a max original okay so is minx who which minx is also another good show i wouldn't say emmy worthy but it's a very good show shout out jake johnson um and again the other two is also a max original so ta-ta bye-bye uh excellent ken marino performance and what should have been drew tarver's star making role but at least we're getting the guy that's on She-Hulk now. Um, fuck, man. And also, just I, it's so funny that, like, Curb Your Own Enthusiasm is just its own thing. Like, it doesn't yeah. deserve to be nominated for anything technical. Nothing, nothing acting. No, it's not written, really. It's just a funny show. It's just a funny observance. Yeah. <laughs> It's a funny documentary they pretend is fake. Yeah. Um, my vote would be Ted Lasso. I, I, I mean, this kind of just throws it up in the air of like, well, what are we? Are, boy, it's the MVP debate. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. is it because they're the best player in the league or are they the most valuable to the team? Um, is it, are we going on based on the, the, the best overall season of, of TV in this category, or are we going with the funniest? I would say the best overall comedic show, and that for me would See, be that's, Ted Lasso. That's 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 also that's like uh, uh, hedging what I just said, though. Right, I know one or the other. And I would even I, I for this for these lists and what I have seen and watched, I would say Ted Lasso of these this past season was the best show. With my misgivings about Barry in there, I would say that I enjoyed Lasso as a whole, dramatic and comedic, more than anything else on that list. The Christmas episode. I I was just thinking about the Christmas episode, <laughs> and I was just thinking how like did that did, that didn't get nominated for uh, a anything. No, uh, I that, that that did you go back and re? When did you watch Ted Lasso? Is it this year? Or it was just it was this past year, so I will watch okay. the Christmas episode. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, watch, we, it, we, watch it every Christmas. It's great. It's going to be a new class. I'm going Christmas. to. We we watched Ted the first two seasons of Ted Lasso as we were preparing to move in literally like five days. Like it was just like. Well, I'm staying up till three o'clock and I'm going to be yeah. worthless at work tomorrow because I'm already way behind and my wife just scared the shit out of me coming downstairs. Um, I'm going to go Barry. Barry, I figured. I mean, there's no wrong answer between the two, but, you know, drama uh, series. Before before this last category, uh, obviously Severance is going to be in there. So uh, the company I work for uh, uh, is, is a food delivery service company. Um, and, and mullet, you're not going to get this, but, uh, one of the rewards for the company that they work at in severance lumen, uh, one of the, the, the big rewards you can get is a waffle party. Um, and and I've heard this, I've heard this before, 
but I don't get the context. So, so let me just tell you, waffle party is a lot more than just a, than just waffles. Um, okay. Uh, so last week, last week was uh, uh, I think it was Wednesday. It was National Waffle Day, and mm-hmm. so my company and Severance um, teamed up uh, to promote National Waffle Day uh, by saying, "Have your own little waffle party," and and had a code for you know, like free waffles and those ran out and another another smaller much smaller prize in severance you can get is a finger trap so the next code they gave out for like 10 percent off your order was finger trap and it was one of those things where we heard about the promotion coming up before it dropped and me and my friends were like do they have they watched the show <laughs> Maybe they and then, have, and you're in it this whole time. Well, and then, oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but, yeah, and then throughout the posting they made, they made it clear that they do indeed watch the show. Gotcha. Um, Corporate synergy. <clears throat> look, I'm pitching something this week that would be uh, corporate synergy on a much higher level that could also have future implications for the future of our company as well. Um, so we'll talk about that later. Um, Interesting. The big boy drama series. Yeah. Better call Saul euphoria, Ozark severance, squid game, stranger things, succession, yellow jackets, seeing stranger things here and not seeing it. So many pieces made me remember yep. perhaps the biggest snub yes. I feel like would yes. be Sadie Sink yeah. in supporting actress drama. I was, well, so I was trying, I was trying to remember to save her for lead actress. Cause like, I mean, you could argue like, yeah, arguably the lead character for this season outside of L. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I would have a better chance of putting this. I mean, you could say based on screen time and importance of 100%, but yeah. that fourth episode of stranger things is like, like kind of like the zeitgeist moment of TV of the past year. Um, yeah. So it's odd that it's only represented in technical categories, um, mm-hmm. especially when you consider Millie Bobby Brown and David Harbour. And I think Winona Ryder as well yeah. have been recognized for, yeah. I would say less affecting performances in the past. I don't remember what their competition was back then. I mean, TV has been on this, you know, 10 year streak ever since, I mean, five year streak. When Stranger Things really started, yeah. There's probably a lot um, of Game of Thrones in there. Sure. So you're dealing with nine thousand characters. Yeah. Um, and now we're gonna have to fucking deal with that again because I don't know if House of Dragons is any good or anything. But um, all right, so far. Yeah, and then you have Lord of the Rings and whatever fucking else shit's coming up. So, um, so yeah. So I would be remiss if I did mention her as like the one performance. I also meant to say the same thing. Beyond also, um, <laughs> I think it's Joseph Quinn. Uh, the guy that plays Eddie. Eddie, yeah. He was, I mean, where the fuck has this guy been? Like, Dude, seriously. Like, this guy's fucking incredible. And I, yeah. it was also crazy for me because I remember reading either Entertainment Weekly or Collider or something, an early interview. And the way I got the gist of it, that he was going to kind of be that secondary villain, kind of like a Billy replacement almost, when like I first read about it and saw it. And then I, and then like the first episode of him, I'm like, okay. He's like the older high school guy. You know, he seems a little off, but I don't yeah. know how he's going to fit in. And then he has the scene with, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Like selling the drugs. And they have like like the best chemistry mm-hmm. of a couple on that show probably ever. Yeah. <laughs> and, 
and, and for such like, like a, an out there show like maybe some of the most like human moments yeah in the show and i was like oh wait this guy's like a fucking doll and then he just became barb and bob and alexi and yeah. it's like oh I, the other ones i'm fine with but this one like don't do it to me on this one and then like fuck it, do it. yeah so, fuck it. um yeah uh also um in the the fucking land of uh, of course it fucking escapes me again um <laughs> but another thing about stranger things though um that that show does so well that I've, i don't feel like people really talk about but i mean pretty much everything you just said is is my point proven is how well that show integrates new characters mm-hmm. and and how quickly they do it as yeah. well and just they become ingratiated into the rest of the cast to where you feel like you know same thing goes for uh sadie sink's character same thing goes for um uh, Maya Hawk's character, mm-hmm. um, like Murray Bauman. Yeah, like they and and now you couldn't think of the show without them. They've become indelible yeah. and like part of your your fucking Stranger Things family. Um, it's to the point. If okay. we didn't say that, as if we didn't say they should win casting, they should win casting because yeah. it's actively now fucking the show up because they don't want to kill anybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they now have twenty lead characters that are all great. <laughs> like, we got we got handfuls of Jesse Pinkman's. It's like like they can't even kill what the fuck's the guy's name? Like Mohawk or whatever the fuck his name is? The sure. pizza dude. Yeah. What's the pizza dude's name? Oh yeah, no, yeah. That's who I meant to fucking bring up as well. For yeah. like supporting your guest or whatever. I can't remember his name, but Surfer Boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, what the fuck's it's his name? Killing me. It's, been it's something eighties and stupid. What's his name? Like fucking uh Oh my god, like uh Crookshanks. No, that's wrong. Uh, I'm gonna get this. Argyle! Jesus Christ. Yep. Yeah, Argyle. Like, Crookshanks was Close. <laughs> I was just throwing out something stupid. You know me. Um, all right. So of these past seasons, I have seen three of them, uh, and none of them are going to win. Before uh, I was going to say, before anything else, before I say a, a word one about anything else, yeah. If if this last season of Better Call Saul was as good as everyone seems to have reacted to it being, yeah, then it's got to be hands down Better Call Saul. I, I think what what we're in, like the modern era of award shows, I found is <clears throat> between this and the Oscars, it's all about spreading the wealth and not having like the dominant show too much. Like they'll have like one or the other. So like mm-hmm. the um, the shit's creakier and like Ted Lasso a couple years ago, like they'll have one show kind of run the gamut, but then on the other ones, they'll spread the wealth around mm-hmm. and whatever like the resounding mm-hmm. award mm-hmm. nominee person is, mm-hmm. it wins the big prize at the end. Mm-hmm. So like that's been succession, I think, for mm-hmm. the past couple of years. And I can see yeah. that continuing. Um, but I don't see something <laughs> that's like to me underrepresented, like Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. making it there. Mm-hmm. Unless um we have that season split issue we talked about before uh-huh. and voters are just confused. And they're like, Oh man, these last eight episodes were great. And then they're voting based uh-huh. off of the wrong material. Right. Um, yeah. Bob Odenkirk died while making this show. Jonathan Banks has oh. looked dead for the entire run. Here's the thing about Jonathan Banks. He hasn't aged a day. <laughs> Hey, do we need to de-age anything for Jonathan Banks? Yeah, put a little rouge on him. I just imagine they go up to him with a brush. He's like, get the fuck away from me. Like, like how old is Jonathan Banks right now? Like 198. Something? 
198. No. He looks the same at 198 as he did at 77, as he did at 45. I like to think like at 39 years old, he looked like a like a a, a handsome young devil, and at 40, he looked like he does right now. He is 75 years old. God damn. That is crazy. He is he is two years older than my mother. He's, he's been playing he's been playing a character the same age for 15 years effortlessly. Here's the other thing about Better Call Saul is if there's one thing that we're fucking getting out of like specifically fucking Star Wars stuff right now, but like mm-hmm. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, House of the Dragon, and like other movies and stuff like that. Prequels are kind of fucking hard to do. And yeah. they absolutely, this might be the best. I mean, like this and Godfather 2 for like all time prequels. <laughs> oh, sure. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. The fact, um, I mean, people have been saying it for a while. The fact that they took like two or three throwaway lines, like mm-hmm. single lines. They wrote from one Breaking it. Bad and, and created entire story arcs and character background and contextualized so many things is is mind blowing. Like yeah. it, it needs to be rewarded. Yeah. Um, That's a full on Rogue One. I watched that the other day, man. That fucking movie sizzles. And that was all that was too it was good. Rewatch it, bro. Yeah. Um uh it's it's not as good as it fucking could have been, but still. Um yeah, that 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 movie's based on two things. Uh, have this whole get here uh and uh, boy a lot of people died getting us these blueprints that's it that's all they had yeah that's all they had um everything i've trumpeted about euphoria it's not the best drum it, it's definitely the worst show of these <laughs> it's absolutely the worst show of these um squid game I, it's probably far enough removed but people forget fucking the power and the oh, reach yeah. that squid game had Stranger Things is not going to win, um, so I think it boils down to honestly your two your two favorites. I think it boils down to Severance or Succession. Although you were saying the Yellow Jacket buzz is also strong on social media, so yeah, break it down know. for me. What do you think? I, I don't know that it would it would bubble up that much to to, okay. to beat like at least four of these. I'm 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 I'm, I'm Porky Pig. I'm honestly. Curious what Gold Derby has. So I'm going to look yeah. at Gold Derby. <clears throat> look at Gold Derby. Uh, you can lock me in for Better Call Saul. Okay. So Gold Derby, I'll just do the big ones real quick. Uh, the favorite is Ted Lasso at 9 to 2. Then afterwards is Hacks at 6 to 1. Hmm. Uh, Abbott Elementary, 13 to 2. Only Murders, 13 to 2. Barry, 8 to 1. Hmm. Um, those are the top there. Well, uh, fuck me. Actress, Jean Smart is the favorite. All Quintana Brunchen is gaining on her. Yep. Uh, actor Bill Hader is uh, actually leading right now, Jason hmm. Sudeikis, which is interesting to me. Martin above uh, short. Uh, Hannah Waddingham for actress. Brett Goldstein for actor. Hercules. Hercules. Um, all right, this, uh, is there going to be drama here? Here we go. A drama series at four to one odds. Your leader is currently Succession. Squid Game is at eleven to two. Severance is at six to one. Ozark is at eight to one. Better Call Saul is in fifth at 17 to 2 odds. Wow. Well. <clears throat> and then Drama Actress. It is a tight race between Zendaya and Melanie Linsky. 
And then after your current leader, uh, I don't know how to break down 39 to 10 odds. That's just ridiculous. Is uh, Legion J from Squid Game, followed oh. by Brian Cox. All right. And then supporting Julia Garner is your supporting leader. And Kieran Culkin is your leader for supporting actor. But that's Gold Derby. So that's just a bunch of assholes that are just like us. So, um, so who knows? And that's the Emmys in a hot three hours. Let's see. If you play this podcast along with the Emmy telecast, it's just like Wizard of Oz and Dark Side of the Moon. It matches up perfectly. <clears throat> oh, that'd be fucking great. Right as I find out the riches watch 29 seasons of The Simpsons, a streaker runs across the stage. The stage is crazy. Um, anything else, Rich? Nah, dog. It's always a pleasure doing this three-hour reminder that I don't watch enough television. <laughs> it's one of my favorite nights of the year. Doing yeah. this and then not watching the Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched the Emmys once. I, I'm a sucker for big, stupid award shows. So yeah. um, it's next yeah? Sunday. Well, then how do you what? fix the Oscars? You just keep slapping people. You know how big the ratings are going to be next year? That, kicking Will Smith out, unless they're trying to kayfabe this shit, was the dumbest thing they ever could have done. Right? The Emmys this year should open with Will Smith with like giant like like rubber mitts on his hands. <laughs> like Let's Welcome to go. the Oscars. God damn. I'm oh, loving man. like this recent surge of people doubling down on Will Smith. Like this yeah, week. Fuck it. I fucking love it. Let's go. Um the Emmys are not this upcoming weekend or we're <laughs> recording this on what was August 31st and now for me is now September 1st. Um but this upcoming weekend is a big wrestling weekend. Uh, yeah. It's also, uh, I'm going to see none of it because I'm out of town for a wedding. So uh, I will be back in time for the following weekend to probably watch the Emmys with no interruption. So I'll just randomly text you things and 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 convince you as you're in the middle of season 39 of The Simpsons. What, what channels uh, the Emmys on this year? Oh, that is a wonderful question. I don't think I have the answer to. I think it's NBC. Based on the fact that they always have like Keenan's hosting this year, they had Che and Joe's hosting before. They've had Fallon host. I think it's NBC because the Oscars have ABC and the Grammys are on CBS and the Tonys are on Bravo. Sorry, couldn't help myself. Not sure. The the Tonys are on CBS. What did you say? You think they're on? I think they're on NBC. You are correct. Yeah. Uh, with that. Thank you for listening to the 100th episode of The Blank Slate. Uh, it's been a pleasure of uh, randomly putting things in your ears for nine years. <laughs> um, Arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're going to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. There will be some coming across some of the different shows. Uh, I will reiterate, rate, Review, but particularly subscribe to the blank slate because, like I said, over the next several we weeks got, and months, we got shit coming your way. We have we have three things already in the bank that I need to edit <clears throat> that'll be up here very very soon for the new draft era of the blank slate. Uh, for me personally, you can find me at your host mullet on Instagram, and you can also find uh, my other podcast, Married Movies, on the Arcade Audio Network and wherever you get your podcast. Uh, this week, if this is going up. Uh, this week, the next two weeks, I'll just tell you, uh, we just watched Apollo 13 for me for the first time. And yeah, I just never, that's crazy. 
That's a blind spot. Yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, depending on what my DVDs look like, and depending on the fact that every time I draw a random movie, they're not streaming. So, ha ha, who's the person that has physical media that can watch movies? This guy. Uh, it'll either be Eighth Grade, the Bo Burnham written and directed movie, or for the first time, also in my life, the Kevin Durant fantasy comedy Thunderstruck. Ah. Uh... They better play it. Um, also, arcadeaudio.net slash podbloggle for my retro wrestling diary, where I am in early 1997, and I'll be in 1997 until the end of this year, because ECW will start, and there's a pay-per-view every month from both companies. I just watched Super Bowl Seven, and it is a fantastic show that ends with Roddy Piper biting Hulk Hogan for 15 minutes. Uh, at Rich Cammy on all socials and at the Whack Pack on Instagram, at the Whack Pack Live on Instagram. Um, and that's all I got, Jack. Oh, actually, I'll be starting uh some uh comedy sports shows uh in the near future. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, live from uh, Piper's Alley, uh, here in Chicago. Um, so go and see those. Uh, should have called it Piper's Pit. I didn't name it. Um, <laughs> if if Piper's alley is is Roddy Piper's butthole, then what mm-hmm. is Piper's pit? His ball sack? His pee hole. His pee hole? Yeah. I'm guessing he's also eleven soft, so it's a pit. It goes on really far. Mm, okay. Or it could just be his armpit. Yeah, I'd tell. Anyway. Still a better name. Still a better name than Ronda Rousey's dumbass move. Well, well, why Ronda are we going to talk about wrestling? Dumbass everything. Um, uh, make sure you subscribe to Podswoggle because speaking of drafts, we will have our oh, yeah. Podswoggle draft coming up here in the next probably two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was basically waiting for the wrestling world to, world to try to quiet down after the first WWE pay per view in Europe in like thirty years and everything AEW. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, that's it, man. One uh, question. Uh, mm-hmm. You seen Prey, right? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's. I, I just. I. I know. I've. I, everyone's telling me I, I got to see it. Um, and then two. So I got. I got just NBC pulled up on the old Google here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's you know on the right it's got all these like you know facts about NBC. Mm-hmm. And it's got their their social profiles, and it's got TV shows, and it lists four TV shows uh, that Google thinks NBC sh- uh, uh, would be known for. Uh, forever these are or currently? Forever. All of NBC. So the TV shows are 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 what you'd expect. Sort of. They're they're a little all over the place. But you got the mm-hmm. Today Show. Okay. You got America's Got Talent. Days of Our okay. Lives. And this is us. Interesting. Yeah, Would have been none of my guesses. Interesting spectrum, but sure. Yeah. Uh, and then it has films produced. Oh boy. These films are. I'm going to bring them down here so I can read them and see your reaction at the same time. Um. Actually. I do that? No. Okay. I got to open these up separately so I can see the full titles. Uh, Coneheads. 
What a start. Let's just a do little, all the SNL movies. <laughs> a Little House on the Prairie. Not the Little House on the Prairie. A Little House on the Prairie. 1974's A Little House on the Prairie. 1983's Little House, Look Back to Yesterday. And then 1984's Little House, The Last Farewell. Were there as many Little House movies as there were Lane Before Time movies? I think that's quite possible. Oh. And then the next one. Okay, so then I opened it up more. And the next one's Wayne's World 2, Mm -hmm. Satisfaction from 1988, Codename Emerald. Oh, is that the cleaner? No, I'm in. uh, Foolish Wives from 1922. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's all an it, early frost, the lost empire. Uh, it's this is crazy. Yeah, this is such a fucking. Are, are y'all trying to boost the numbers of these movies? What, what is I don't happening? know what's wrong with your Google because my Google knew what Richard Carm Tim Allen show I wanted. Yeah, <laughs> so your Google is yeah. broken. You got my Google. Google, my Google earned its payday. I'm I'm over here. My Google's giving me fucking the moon and sixpence. From 1959, my fucking my Google's over here giving me fucking fucking Attack of the Killer Bee movies with Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. So maybe my Google does know what I want. <laughs> I'm going to let Rich go now so he can enjoy his Elvira. For Rich, this is Mullet. Sign out for the blank slate. You can go and delete this now. Catch you soon. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.